This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. <sighs> yes. Yes, I are. Yes, I You are now tuned in to the greatest blood clot podcast in the world. We're here! Welcome in advance. Oh. Leave all judgment at the door. We're here for the joke. We don't do things lazy. It's the extra gravy. You are now tuned in to the greatest blood clot podcast. Tell them again. Welcome in advance. Come on, Alfred. Leave all judgment at the door. I'm gonna just call that nigga. We're here for the jokes. We don't do things lazy. It's the extra gravy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the extra gravy. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm Alicia. And we back, man. A very tumultuous week. <laughs> a very, very tumultuous week in Toronto Entertainment. I'd like to start this off by telling you guys, yo, I'm human like you're human. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just human like you're human. That's my quote I'm of the week. Human <laughs> that is my quote of the mistakes. week. Shout out to Ebone. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. my god! I was like, Wait, where did that come from? You, you know, you heard. You're like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, for those of you guys who do not live in the city of Toronto, it has been, whew, it's been quite a quite a week, quite a, especially this weekend. For, for just Matt's has, over there acting <laughs> like he's stressed. <laughs> I mean, she. This is it's it's kind of a stressful week still, mm-hmm. um, with everything that happened. Uh, how was y'all week? Let's start there. <laughs> Are we good? It was better yeah. than a lot of other people. That's for sure. <laughs> oh I stayed away, God. so I felt like you I were was, in Montreal. I was good. No, I was here at oh. home, but I was away from all the just hoopla. not in the mix. Yeah, I was. I was not trying to be. I there. mean, my week was fine. I worked a lot. I got OVO tickets for free. Okay, shooting stars. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in the shooting stars <laughs> gets free tickets. I read it. Yeah, no, I saw a lot of shooting stars people um mm-hmm. posted up, which is dope, man. That's pretty yeah. fire of them. We got a call on the day of the festival saying Nico put aside tickets for the team and like some of the media personnel and stuff like that so that we could all go as like a last thank you for participating in this inaugural season. Yeah. And uh, well, I guess we could start at OVO Fest. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna start at the festivals, let's start at the top. <laughs> OVO Fest postponed because of alleged COVID. Yes, alleged, alleged COVID. Oh wow! How many days do you suppose are you supposed three to quarantine? Now. It's only three now. It's only three. Days. I saw a lot of people saying that, like, "Oh, it's supposed to be three days, quor- twelve days quarantine." What, what no, is it doing? Anymore. And I'm like, "It's pretty quick. Mm, it's three days." They're um, like, we have to move on with our lives. <laughs> well, our immunity has moved on with their lives. So yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? Our immunity is a little bit better. Like, even if you get COVID now, especially if you've had it before, it's not mm. going to be as severe. Um, and yeah, it's just, 
It's just a, it's just a lot of allegedly <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> there that's, was uh, that's the name of the <laughs> name of this episode. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly. Um, yeah, no, allegedly. <laughs> OVO Fest was three hours late. You Can know? you confirm this? <laughs> Can you confirm this? All I'll say is I went to work at the Argos game. Okay. Which started at seven o'clock. All right. Which is the same time that OVO was supposed to start. Well, to me, I'm open. just like, was that where gates were open? But it's at seven o'clock mm-hmm. on the ticket, I guess, right? Okay. okay. I left work early so that I could go thinking like, you know, nine o'clock would be the time i might miss a little bit mm-hmm. i left work actually a little bit later like 9 15 got okay. there by 9 30 okay. or before that but it was like crickets like walking up to 9 30 it was crickets yes 30 i was like yo what's going on i was so confused what time was the show originally scheduled for eight well on the ticket it said seven so i don't know if that was what? I don't know if that was like showtime start at seven or doors, doors open, open at, at seven. seven. Doors open I don't, at seven. I don't know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I just know it's at seven. seven. I assume that the show would start at nine o'clock. Like, yeah. you know, I think nine's a reasonable time. It makes two sense. hours, like two hours before thing. Like, but I also didn't know how his lineup was going to be, you know, cause in years past, he's always had openers, you know, uh, exactly. the last one smiley. I remember smiley was out yeah. there and like, he had some He's DJs had party open for and him, like Baca. All the guys have opened yeah, for him. Yeah, the weekend, back Roy, back in the day. Division, all the all the people have opened for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I just figured that like I would have missed like openers, you know what I right. mean? Mm. Right. But yeah, so I wonder if that changed because of the change of dates. Like I wonder if the entire show itself had to change. Was not of the course, same. Because I don't know. there were so many people in town from Carabana that for sure were gonna be on the show. Like I would assume Tyga would have been there. Had it been the weekend prior. Yeah. yeah. Tyga being an original Young Money member. I assume Tyga couldn't afford to fly back. No. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to do that. <laughs> he sold out Cabana and Rebel in the same day. So, True. I mean, the man's making money. No. I think it's more of a scheduling thing probably. Yeah. He was scheduled somewhere else and whatnot, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think that that throws off. If you take into account, if we say, okay, Drake did have COVID, right? Mm-hmm. It legitimizes why OVO Fest didn't feel OVO Festy this mm-hmm. year. Yes. Because obviously you didn't get Drake coming out, Chris Brown, Lil Baby, which he has numerous songs for. Yeah. You didn't get the show on Monday, which mm-hmm. got pushed. And then when you got the show, it seemed like not that much of a show to a lot of people. Yeah. To mm-hmm. a lot of people, it seemed like it was just thrown together pretty quickly. Which mm-hmm. if you say, yeah, you had to postpone and people and elements were taken away, then... I mean, what do you kind of expect? Yeah, what do you expect? Yeah. Well, like I was saying, 9.30 in my seat. And I was like, so what did I miss? They're like, nothing. I was like, it's just been like, just the DJ, like the music wasn't even playing loud house, or anything. House. It was like really, really quiet. So I was like, no. what? It was the Budweiser house music. You know that, that track they play when the concert's done? Like, and it's just a playlist that loops. No. So people were hearing the playlist loop over and over again was for it? hours, and apparently. Hours. Oh. And on t- it's like little things like getting just getting a DJ. Like Charlie B could have been out there just hyping everyone up, getting everybody ready. Or yeah. one of the DJs, you know what I mean? Like, I think the fact that they didn't have the DJ there. Um, well, somebody said that, that there is- was a DJ. 
but I, I don't know if it was like earlier. I was told by numerous people that they didn't have a DJ, that there wasn't DJ for hours, and mm. they kept hearing the the like the just, Budweiser's yeah. playlist over and over again. Mm. Yeah, and so like cool. that would explain why you w- walked into like crickets. But also, before yeah, it was like Drake really shows quiet and really calm. I was like, what? How long did it start after that? So yeah, like nine thirty hit, and then I'm just like, shit. It started at ten. Ten. Like so half maybe an just hour. Yeah. just after ten. Yeah, because I was about to say if if you got there and it started like ten minutes later, I kind of understand the silence because I've been to OVO Fest. Or, no, but it was silent from before I got. I there, know. Obviously, no. I'm just saying that yeah. if you had gotten there, say there was a DJ for a little bit of time mm-hmm. before you got there. Well, it was the, I will say that like a couple of my friends, they got there at seven o'clock. Mm. So I don't know if there was a DJ like then yeah. between like the seven and eight hour or yeah. like eight until eight thirty or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I said to one of the uh girls that works for shooting stars i was like something's wrong mm-hmm. like you can feel it like it's not normal <laughs> no drake's he's he's been late before but not, not like you know what i yeah. mean and there's a curfew at 11 o'clock which means that any for any extended time like it's after crazy. 11 o'clock he has to pay mouth. extra yeah. Yeah. and i was like he's not gonna get everybody in in 45 like the whole thing in 45 minutes no. and he wouldn't do that because that would be like but i mean what's a, in. what's a fine to him yeah yeah i know <laughs> he'll figure fine? it out but <laughs> i'm sure he's got it I'm sure in his pocket right. like yeah, yeah. How much no. was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the point like nobody really wants to go out of pocket for yeah. that extra yeah. shit yeah. when exactly. you have like that whole time you know what yeah. i mean so I was like, something's definitely wrong. I was like, I seen that Nikki was here. I saw her like posted up at her to hotel and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. And I was like, it has to be Little Wayne. Because mm. the same thing happened when he popped in was as a surprise yeah. a few years ago. It was kind of delayed because he couldn't get into the country. Like mm. they had to give him like a window okay. where he yeah. could get in. So I was like, yo, it has to be like that and like, then the show starts and it says unfortunately, unfortunately <laughs> little <laughs> wayne had problems at, at the border, border. yeah and then like luckily how long did Drake, it take between that time because i i didn't get to see any like video of because on it the screen is you're just seeing it being typed on the screen yeah right? it was like typed out it was like did they pause what? yeah it was enough pause because people were like what the fuck yeah like that's what happened no but people were booing from when i got in there too before with there's nothing being on the stage people were booing they were already booing some people so wait this is lauren hill territory wait time (laughs) because that's that's a lauren hill concert right there you'll wait so long you have to boo to get her out the room (laughs) it's like the rules and then she'll come out for 10 minutes and like do songs on the wrong beat and and yell at her band (laughs) but yeah Oh so they were God. already booing. That's why I was like, I was so confused. I was like, there was no like DJ, nothing. I was like, something's not right. And then yeah, on the side, it was like, unfortunately, little, unfortunately, pause. Little Wayne had trouble at the border, and it's like boo. And it's luckily, and then a, like a little millisecond pause. Drake, Drake runs, oh, the, runs border. the border. Yeah, so it was enough. <laughs> It was enough for like the dramatic yeah. effect. A nice little dramatic you know? pause. That's good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> Play with their emotions. Yeah. And then Wayne came out. If someone says something too saucy, 
like I heard I'm backstage and I'm like just waiting. I hear someone say something about my mom. I'm like, nah, fuck this show. Don't even type the rest. <laughs> you Luckily, know, you guys get your money back. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Drake just starts typing himself. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, okay. Twitter figures. <laughs> so, <laughs> ironic. <laughs> so I heard Nikki bodied the night. I heard Nikki was the best act of the night. I feel mm, in terms of like reception from people. I think that it's so hard. Little Wayne did a great set. I don't doubt it. Little yeah. Wayne was great. But I also heard that there are people they are too young to appreciate Little Wayne. Really? Yeah. What? Maybe. Dog. Yeah. The, the amount of Actually, people that told friend. me it was way too quiet. Like that was the main theme of way OVO Fest. It was way, way, too, way quiet. too quiet. But then I'm also it was way too quiet. You but I'm people, also people like, was the, the music too loud? No, absolutely not. When you're but at Budweiser, I've you seen, can hear it. You can no, hear no, 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 no. You could hear, but I'm like, the music was extra loud because apparently certain people couldn't hear in the front. Like in the front, Nikki's when Nikki was on, mm. people were like, "We can't hear you. We can't hear you." So they were like, "That's the monitors. They didn't tur- probably didn't turn on the front monitors." Mm, I don't know, but I felt like the music was a little bit loud. But also, when you do think about it, it was so freaking hot that day. Like I yeah, sweat, yeah. sweat it so much. It was disgusting. And like, that's the other thing. You were there for a, a short half. amount of time. Yeah. You were there for three hours in the heat, smeltering yeah. humidity. And then people have You're been dead. drinking from 7 oh, o'clock. yeah. And, like, you know that drunk where it's, like, where the heat hits you, too? And yeah. you're just, like, you don't even have that energy yeah. anymore. Toronto, like, make some noise. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was sometimes. Um, but there's also an issue. That we don't discuss enough. I think we discuss it when it comes to the Raptors and sports in this city. But I find that a lot of um, entertainment, it doesn't matter what facet it is, they're overpricing their fan base. They're they're, They're overextending the price so large that their core fans can't get there. Can't get there. I and feel so that you, it turns into a clout thing where it people was. who aren't necessarily big fans of Drake, big fans of Lil Wayne, big fans of Nicki, didn't see mm-hmm. their come up are at this show yeah. and are just silent because they don't know the tunes. Only the, they only know 2019 and up. <laughs> so I will say that has to do with a Ticketmaster thing. Mm. It's not a Drake camp thing. Okay. Because lawn tickets, their face value, no, the face oh. value was $90. No, I mean the resale. The resale was So, yeah, Ticketmaster, when they realized that the resale value in general, like this whole resale market of everything, yeah. they implemented that new system where based off of the demand of tickets at the time, they price it accordingly. So it's Ticketmaster who are who is raising the prices, and it's not the actual face value. So that means that the so the artists are still getting the money that they presented at face value, and Ticketmaster is pocketing the difference. Like when I have they no raise clue. it. I don't know that. I feel like they so would crazy. because I was well, I mean, like, like what are, what is yeah. what else is the incentive other than you're pocketing the rest that's not face value mm-hmm. because if. What are you just making the artists more money? Like that doesn't make any sense. You're making their their show less accessible, it's less but accessible so to crazy. true fans. But I guess like their whole mentality is like, oh, if you really want it, you're gonna pay for it, you know? Yeah. Because then it, it it cuts down people just buying to like resell. But I'm just like, you're the bad person in this situation. Yeah. 
because at least when people do get the tickets and they try to resell, they eventually come to a point where they're like, fuck, I just got to sell it. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. If they price it too high, exactly. they it's not like something that can sit. It's not like sneakers. Sneakers could sit for years yeah. and you could eventually still get the ridiculous ass that you're whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long as the market continues, you could keep them. Tickets, they have an expiration date. Like, you have to you will lose money. get rid of your ticket <laughs> you will lose before money. the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, in. I'll still sell it to you. Come on. You know? Yeah, like, when I was walking up, there was, like, guys outside trying to, like, sell the tickets. And they were, like, going back and forth with this one girl. He was like, yo, he don't really got the tickets. He's just trying to scam you. There the was next a lot was of like, scams. I'll give it to you with this, this, and this. Like, so there was a lot of scams because of the postponing of the event, mm. because now it's very easy for a scammer to be like, oh, I was there. I, I'm from Kansas. I was there and I was going to go and I can't go anymore. Here's my ticket. No yeah. one's really going to question that. They're already expecting that. Oh, I have work. I have to babysit. I have to do this and that. Mm -hmm. So many people could get away with that. The scammers just got in there. I went on my Instagram notes the next day and I saw three people. Saying fuck scammers. Oh, if you scam this week, you die. Your scammers are evil people. Like I'm like, you guys all got oh got. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, even crazy. like yeah. one of my friends, um, one of the guys from the M2M podcast, I ran into him the second that I got there and he said he got his tickets and one of his tickets didn't work when he got there. Like wow. he bought it off of a man and his ticket was like, Oh, you've already entered. And he was like, Jeez, yo, um, he was like, don't uh, like, I'm don't not about to do this. Off. But he ended up getting in like customer service. But there was a lot of people who were like that was happening too. And I noticed the theme of this weekend is security guards. <laughs> That's a theme across the entire weekend. For those of you guys who are not in Toronto, there was uh, multiple festivals this weekend. There's Cultureland. There's yeah. Kingston Fest. There was OVO Fest. There's Boots and Hearts. There is, uh, what else? Anything else? Jerk Fest. Jerk Fest. Oh, yeah. All the fests were this all weekend. The fest <laughs> all the fests. Um, and fests. throughout, even at OVO Fest, I heard the lawn, people rushed the fence of the lawn. Oh, really? And it was so packed, like so overflowed up there that majority of the people on the lawn couldn't see unless they went on the incline. And you uh, know when you're on the incline of that hill, ankles and you basically are screwed. Yeah, your your ankles are screwed, but the person's also a dot now. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then on top of that, I heard the cameras were were malfunctioning like the video. <laughs> no. People said that I've heard from multiple people that video wasn't working the whole night. Like it was working for most of the night, yeah. But there were parts of the night that people were on the lawn. Some of my friends were on the lawn. They're like, we can't. We had just had to listen because they couldn't see anything. The like the videos that were in the front, mm -hmm. like I don't know if there was videos in the back or something like that, I but they no work because like I was watching it too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes when you want to see like facial expressions and shit like that, you can't yeah. see it no matter where you are unless you're like in the front row. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I felt like the video was working. Um, I thought it wasn't working earlier when I first got there because it did some like little Glitchy whatever. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, the back of it. So you gotta I don't get know. an up close shot of Nikki forgetting the words to her lyrics. Like you what just song? gotta get that up what close song? look. What did she forget? A but bunch of them. A bunch of them. A bunch yeah. of them. You're just I have watching it her. I have all the video, you know. <laughs> I was dying seeing those videos because I'm like, she's playing it off like she wants y'all to rap it. Yeah. But she's really forgetting the words. She, Sometimes like, she just made up sounds. Yeah. <laughs> she just looked like she couldn't move. 
she looked she was, very uncomfortable. She was walking around like she was ready to fall. At she had her purse. Time. It looked very <laughs> casual. It looked like you caught her in the mall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like you gave her a microphone. She came out with two purses, like the waist one and then the arm one. And then she eventually threw the arm one. Not the fanny pack to cover the gut. Oh, poor It was ting. giving me little Kim vibes. To be I honest. feel bad because yeah. like, especially as a, new, as a new mother, like, and you try to get that baby weight off. I, I got to sympathize with her. Like, it's not, she doesn't look like she was taking the easy route out where it's like, just well, do a surgery and chop, chop, snip, snip. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was like a, I don't think it was she a talk, thing. Well, she talked about her, her, um, because Wait before the, the last show she did, was it Wire, not rolling wireless? Around, wireless. Yeah. People were bringing it up, bringing it up nonstop. And then she made a video about oh. it, like laughing about it. It's like, give me some time to, to lose this child or whatever yeah. you know what she says. So oh, it's, it's, it's definitely felt, a thing that's on her mind. I think she felt uncomfortable with her jacket because she did struggle to try to like get her jacket like hot. undone. And yeah. Yeah. She looked well, hot. It was like stupid hot. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I don't even think they realized how hot it was going to be when they were trying to plan yeah. <laughs> like what they were going to wear and shit <laughs> like that. Like well, Wayne came out with layers and layers. layers. I was like, damn nigga. Like he did. He did. I thought it was going to be cold because he did an interview with much music. Yeah. And so, I thought it was gonna be colder than this. Last yeah. time I was in Canada, it was mad cold. I'm like, nigga, it was December. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah and then he like stripped. He just took everything off. But it's easy. It's he, weird, do, yeah. he does that all the so time. He's but shirtless. Eventually. Yeah, I think that. I think that Wayne, like Wayne, was literally the best thing. I feel like. But my friend, she was somewhere else, and she did say that she heard someone, like heard a group of people say, "I don't even understand what he's saying." See. And she That's, was just like, man, them prices, bro. Just pricing out the core fans. For Nikki, she didn't have the best set, but the barbs were in. Barbs attendance. were, yeah, yeah. Barbs always show up. Come on, you know what I mean? Come on, they're ready. They're always ready. They find a way to there, get a ticket. There were some, <laughs> some goosebump moments during Nikki's set that I saw where I was like, wow, she must have felt like, wow, I, like, when's the last time she was in Toronto? She hasn't been in a while. So, yeah, so I mean, she could definitely do her own solo show here, and she could pack, you know, out pack ACC, that shit no <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure. No problem. In a second, the barbs would be there. But again, she did forget her lyrics and stuff like that. You it's not the- a Nikki show that like I've seen before. Like I know she puts on better shows. You know what I mean? Security. The, bar- the barbs came through on your uh, TikTok video. That's for sure. I know they were like arguing with each other and shit. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> uh, what's it called? The security guards had no control. They didn't because people were. I heard there was a um, people that were in someone's seat. They're telling them you're in my seat, and they're just staring at them. So, yeah. And they're telling security guards. Security guards ain't doing shit about it. People are rushing the fence at uh, the lawn. People are standing on that in-between area, packing mm-hmm. that part out. That's what I did at Chris Brown Little Baby. I ain't going to lie. But you know <laughs> what? Arm seats. That's, I was in the 200 section, and I didn't feel like... It, like the aisles didn't seem packed. To they're not. Me. No, they're not going like, to be down there. Down there, it no. was like up there. Up they top. just. They're just like fuck it. They don't. Yeah. They're like we don't have enough manpower. But like on the two hundred level, when I was going into my seat, there were so many people trying to get in there, and they had like a gate, and yeah. they were trying to like whatever, like push people out. Yeah, and be exactly. like, No, let me see your ticket. They like literally checked everybody's tickets and stuff. But like that's that. the thing. It's like I've been to so many OVO fests there specifically, mm-hmm. right? I've seen just the same size crowd. But I've seen so much more order. 
Yeah. yeah. And I don't understand. I'm looking at, I, don't I think go they into hired. places now and I look at security guards and I'm like, I could fuck you up. Yeah. Like I, I just, I'm walking past, I'm like, I could beat you up. I could beat you up. I could beat you up. Yeah. Who are, who's getting hired to do these things? Yeah. I'm watching security guards just on their phone. They don't care. They don't give a shit. It's like they're, they're it's like they're becoming security guards to get into free shows. <laughs> I want to get paid. I'm going to go to these concerts anyways. Wait, Why not get paid? No, for sure. Because I used to. Those security guards crying to the music. You know no, there I mean? was. I just seen a video actually before I was here. It was um at one of the weekend shows, and the security guard he's like with his back face to the stage. Oh yeah, and he's singing just, and dancing, yeah. and, the, and the caption was like, I don't know, I'm here to like work but also listen to the yeah. like whatever protect the weekend but also yeah. listen to him or yeah. some shit like that yeah that's pretty much what they do for the most part that's it and i don't think they had enough like i remember the first ovio fest they had um the like they have it now but they never had it they had the um metal detectors and stuff like that mm -hmm. like i worked there and they never had metal detectors uh, and they put it up for ovo fest like security no, they, for, they had it at another show i went to, to uh manifesto a couple years mm -hmm. ago that i went to they had no like most detectors. places most places have metal detectors mm -hmm. now oh, you know what i mean but like then so that was 2010 oh okay oh, yeah, yeah it was the first ovo yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no metal detectors and i show up to work and i just see like beer security beer police like oh, uh metal detectors i was like damn like to the point where they for that first show they gated off all the alcohol you could only be in cer certain sections for the alcohol and you can't bring it to your seat yeah like it was madness yeah. oh, <laughs> it was like <laughs> they were very concerned about security back then <laughs> yeah i i uh i just wish that the artists got some better like people to attend the show like even skillabang i heard came out and it was not he, he didn't I, get he didn't. nearly the amount of reception that he should have gotten no he did i what everybody said everybody jamaican that was there at least said that no one should like it was not nearly as loud as it could have been for him because that was the talk going into the next day, even at the other festival. People were like, first OVO Fest, now this. People were, were there. No, like, he, because when he came out, I was like, holy shit. Like, I didn't expect for him to have that much, like, fans. So I don't know. I maybe guess you were it depends, just in a better it depends section. on where you. Yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say it depends. Maybe where you were sitting and yeah. stuff, like the person was sitting. Yeah. Maybe back there they didn't like realize. I heard like, it was crickets for Skillabang, and no. I, my heart broke, bro. I was like, that's crazy. Because even at the other festival, at Kingston Fest, I was only the people he didn't in seem the front could hear him so only those people were cheering for him yeah then the, all the people in the back are booing and he has no idea why they're booing other than like his sound. So oh. it's just like. Just craziness. Um, I'm, I'm. You want to listen to the video? I have the video for that. For for that right. one, yeah, yeah, find it. We. Um, the I was same gonna say though, was... he forgot his uh, lyrics too. I felt like he forgot his lyrics. He wasn't singing. I was just like. That's a lot of dancehall artists, though. They'll seem like they're. Not, that's a lot of dancehall artists. I was like, bro, you're not gonna say like a one two line and then just vibe out. <laughs> <laughs> sure to the point where Nikki thought it. I think Nikki thought it was a mic and gave him her mic. Oh man! And he still never did nothing. This guy has <laughs> both like, mics. What? That's crazy. It's not when he first came out. Yeah, no, I don't hear nobody. I hear people. 
You hear people? You're hearing something? You hear people? You hear people? No one hears people. <laughs> no, I hear people. I hear people, but like they were just, they weren't necessarily singing the lyrics. That's my point. They were yelling, like cheering for him, but they weren't singing the they lyrics. They don't know the lyrics then. But he don't even know the lyrics. He does know the lyrics. <laughs> he expects y'all to know the lyrics. That's why he's not singing it. It was even, it was even the I'll same show, for You like, want me to show you another video of Skillet Bag at a much smaller place and it's 10 times louder? That's everywhere he goes other than here. I'm telling you, that was nothing. That place should have erupted and broke. <laughs> if you came out especially the it's a remix with with nikki no yeah that's the one with nikki oh my god the barbs in there too no nah, that place should have broken half i felt like the energy was up for him uh, that place should have broken half considering but anyways on the other side of the city <laughs> <laughs> that was downtown Bud north. Downtown. Are we Budweiser. going north? Or we, are we going. We going, going north. We going north. Or are we going east? North. <laughs> northeast. We're going northeast. <laughs> Going northeast to Markham Fairgrounds. <laughs> Lord have his mercy. <laughs> Culture Land Day One um, was Burna Boy and Friends as a Love Damini show. Um, mm -hmm. His tour that he's been doing. Uh, I think he had a show in Vancouver the day before. And yeah, I got there first thing. Lost my weed <laughs> uh, right off top. Uh. Lost my weed. You should have known it was all downhill from there. I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> that was the omen. That was it. For, you know what it was? I walked up to the. the I walked up for, uh, after we parked. Mm -hmm. uh, did you guys see the movie Nope? Nope. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I walk up to the front where the line is and everything. And I'm looking at the, you know, like the box office. Like, you know how they have the front part telling you mm -hmm. where you are. And it's just dege dege. It's just like just ripped torn paper. Mm -hmm. Not even a culture land sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a sticker to be like, this is culture land. So I'm like already like, okay, Markham Fairgrounds needs a re renovation. They need some renovations. Like you're making too much money. So, so nothing, I, nothing on the marquee. Nothing on the mar <laughs> marquee. There was no marquee. It was just there. No marquee. <laughs> it was just a stand. And so I walk up, security guard, I um, asked the security guard, yo, where, uh, is there a VIP line or what? He's like, oh, go to the box office and uh, you'll get your ribbon from them. I'm like, All right, cool. I go stand there, pull my phone out. My bag of weed must have been in the same pocket. Mm. I get to the box office. They're like, oh, no, you, you don't have to come here. Just go into the line. I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> walk over to the line, which is when I realize my weed is gone. I look back over. I walk back over there. It's one of the rats. Got Someone's it. Got already. It, bro. Yeah, they sure. scurried. Snatched that shit they up quick. Snatched that quick. It was a half ounce. You know what's funny? They came up. Is that I went to Markham Fairgrounds last summer for like a Soka Fet. You mm. lost your weed again? No. <laughs> right and here. the and the second <laughs> the second that I stepped in there, I found like. A bunch of pre-rolls in a thing like i don't smoke <laughs> and you so i picked them, them up no them. i was pregnant oh. i picked them up and i was like here like i gave it to the people that smoked the second that i walked in i found just like at least like six pre-rolls just, <laughs> just lose just your weed lose your weed <laughs> somebody just taking weed out of people's pockets in line the weed <laughs> laying them on the ground some robin hood of weed anyways <laughs> so now i'm in line there's four lines mm -hmm. and two of them are closed off for no apparent reason. It's those like security club gates, you know, those little silver ones yeah. that they link together. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, man, whatever. Get in the line and we're like five people away. Mm -hmm. 
all of a sudden the girl goes, we're out of ribbons. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> so now, wow. general admission, the line mm-hmm. is so long it's wrapped around a field, okay? Yeah. General admission, the guy's just still letting people in, putting wristband, uh, ribbons on them, while VIPs just standing there just with their hands in their pants, right? Yeah. The, they said, oh, no ribbons. Didn't offer a solution. Didn't say a, approximate time yeah. new ribbons might be coming. If there were new ribbons coming, would there be new ribbons? Is there VIP left? Just, Are you at capacity? Nothing. Okay? No ribbons. That's it. That's it. For five minutes go by, and I'm just like, so why can't we just show them our ticket that says, it like, says VIP. VIP. Why can't we go in there and just show it to them? Yeah. They're like, no, you need ribbons. You, you got to have the ribbon or they're not going to let you through. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. Half an hour standing there. <laughs> Half an hour, mind you, which I'm watching club things happening. Security guy standing there. See a man walk up 15 deep. Walks up to the side. Little corner. Yo, my man. Paid him off. That's good. Can you let me in? He's, he's like, he's like, bro, I can't see the line. We got to get you in line. He's like, bro, I paid 10K for my booth. I'm not waiting in line when I paid 10K for my booth. Man's, man didn't check proof. Didn't check an email. Didn't check nothing. He said, oh, he said, you five, got the booth. Five, All right, five, come five, through, five. come through. I'm watching 15 like people it. just walk through. No search. No nothing. Oh. Just walk through. And I recognized two of them. <laughs> and I was like, there are guns in here. Oh, <laughs> Turn to my everybody. girls like, there are guns in oh, here. Beware. Beware. Um, beware. So then now, standing there, half an hour goes yeah. by. Man comes up, says something to the girl that told us there was no ribbons. Mm-hmm. Says something to her. She turns. She's like, all right, guys, we're going to get you guys to show your tickets when you go inside. Jeez. And I'm like, you're fucking joking, <laughs> right? Jeez. You're, you're joking. No, Marlon. Mind the you, these are security guards that I can <laughs> definitely beat up. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? Except for the girls, obviously. But your girl could have done that. We start walking up. So they, the girl's scanning regardless, right? Yeah. She scans. I showed her the same ticket again yeah. for the second ticket that I got to scan. Showed her the same ticket she just scanned. It's not scanning. She's yeah. like, just go. Uh, just like that. Just, yeah. just go ahead. Just go. I was like, oh. Go ahead. Yeah. So if I had paid no for these, this is worse than like when you do the homework the one time and the teacher's <laughs> like, well, fuck that homework. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, if I had paid for this, I would be, wow, Living. wow, wow. Things would be happening. So then I walk in. I, I go, I'm looking for the VIPs. I see a, a tent says bottle service. I see disgruntled faces just all over it. <laughs> <laughs> I say, that's not where I'm going. I walk to this next section area. It's like a little elevated deck. Mm-hmm. And there's four security guards in front of there. Mm-hmm. One of them recognizes me. He's like, yo, <laughs> what are you saying, yo? Yo, yo come through. Co- <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, come so, through. So loud. I was like, so relax. Okay, it's this type of night. You feel Got good you. about it, but you also know that oh fuck, this is. So I was, but I always recognize when I'm getting in and when everyone's getting in. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean. This is not when I'm getting in. This is everyone's it's not getting special in. treatment. This is if any of these guys have friends, cousins, or family members that want to come to the show. They're getting in. They are in this VIP area right Absolutely. now. That's the first thing that went to my head. All mm-hmm. right. Get in the VIP area, rammed. Mm-hmm. First of all, rammed, okay? 
The front part of the, the concert is all rammed. You see bare people. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people here. It's a good turnout. Get in the VIP booth. You barely move. I, st- I happened to see my boys who have a booth there. I said, thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> Went into the booth, copped a seat. And I, throughout like the next 10, 15 minutes, you see the VIP just get so unbelievably rammed. Yeah. Thick. That people are going into other people's booth to stand now. No. And the shooters are getting angry. (laughs) The shooters are getting very, very angry, bro. So it's it's just a lot of that throughout the whole night. I I end up hearing that people who were in general admission Mm -hmm. upgraded, paid like $200 to upgrade to Mm -hmm. VIP. So that's why VIP is so flooded. Mm. I also get shown a video from my boy who was there earlier on in the day. Where the front part of the VIP, the VIP is the entire front part. Like, I mean, 70 to 100 feet okay. from the stage to the back is oh, VIP. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole front part. Mm-hmm. The whole, like, and area it, where you party for a concert usually. And there's a whole space. Whole space there. <laughs> DJ goes on the, on, the, on the mic at some point in the day and goes, Y'all, how my people in VIP doing? Y'all good? Everybody's like, Yeah. All my people in the back doing, I'm sorry, y'all. I know y'all want to be in VIP. There's nothing I can do about it, though. <laughs> oh, don't poke the beast, You don't man. taunt poor people. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> and they learned that lesson the hard way. These people said, nah, 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 nah. You're not going oh, to you, say you so First of all, you don't taunt African and, and West me? Indian people. You do not taunt African and West Indian people. Yeah. Everybody said, fuck this gate. Kick that shit down and rushed. Yeah. And now the VIP is everybody. Yeah. Everybody's VIP it's now. Just vibes. Just vibes. So by the time I got there, all that had happened. And that's why everything's so full up in the front and everything like that. You know, it's like Markham Fairgrounds plays a huge part because when I went to that Soka Fet, it was ridiculous as well. And mm. to the point where I was like, to the point where I was like, I don't even want to be here. Because like, yo, what I was Soka fucking- um, I honestly don't remember. It was August, so around this time, mm-hmm. it was like Dr. J was there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I like showed up, you know, pregnant. I'm like, yo, I don't even want to fucking be here. Like, I'm tired. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw up. <laughs> like, because it was earlier. Like, you know, beginning stages. The same Dr. Yeah, J that went months. online and said, "You see how we make these shows look easy?" <laughs> that same Dr. J. Yeah, I guess I didn't see him see that. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Um, But yeah, so when we got there, like huge lineups to even park, Mm -hmm. ridiculous. And then you get out your car and you're waiting in another huge line to get through Mm -hmm. the the thing, like the doors, and show your tickets. And we waited so long, and there was so much pushing, people trying to like like squeeze in and hop fences and like trying to like get to the front as. as soon as possible. possible i see man's trying to like pay security guards like other people coming from the other side that had like a group and was like oh yeah like and we had a booth so like we were going there with a booth and bottle service and all that other you. stuff and it was still just like one line for everybody wow. and like b- random people with like big groups who walked to might the front have like knowing just, somebody yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. So all of that was happening, like, and I'm just like, this is annoying. And then you get inside and you have to go somewhere to get your bottle. Well, they didn't 
I think they didn't specify. So we had to go and like wait in another line to get our bottles. Bottles like weren't a, like delivered to delivered you. Delivered to you. No, you had to like go and get your own bottles and stuff like that. Wait, are you Who paying club this? prices? Like I don't know. I never prices? paid for it. So I have no clue. I don't think it would be. I don't. Well, when I don't I know. Was, when I, I was there surprised. on Saturday, there were club booth prices. I wouldn't be surprised. And we'll get into the booth packages later. <laughs> now, but in these booths, do they even have seating for brother, the table? Or brother, brother. It's a two-couch two seat. That's it. It's just one little There's no seat. table. No, these There's ones had these ones had tables, but I don't think it had chairs. You guys these have the stand-up one, the, the stand-up tables. high-top yeah. tables. That's with no the Soka events, they do these like white high, high top, top tables, tables that like you can just place your things there and yeah. But they didn't with, have like a show on Saturday. There's no tables. There's an even there, if there were tables, people would have thrown them out because there's no room to stand. <laughs> yeah. So they were just squared out sections. Just for people squared out in? sections for ten and five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, twelve for twelve people. Pardon me. It was for twelve people for, for 12. the ten thousand. You get twelve VIP tickets. That's just under a thousand. You get six bottles, four premium, two champagne. Five. That's for ten thousand dollars. Now, God if you man. pay that and you come and you're standing beside every other Person. peasant, you every are other <laughs> Tom and, and Harry, Harry. <laughs> ten thousand dollars to stand up beside every other for people to step on my chicks. Yeah. Nah, brother. Five thousand dollars for people to step on my shoes. Yeah. For me to not have a seat. I paid that money so you wouldn't step on them. I paid my money yeah. so I could wear my white Air Forces and <laughs> leave here unhinged. Like, <laughs> it's it's yeah yeah. Well, no. so yeah, like we had to go and like get our bottles, and I remember we were standing there so long, and they were trying to say that they were running out of certain like bottles because like you had to orig I guess you originally were like. You had two options, like a Captain Morgan or like a tequila type vibe or whatever, right? Everyone like was a, picking one side. You had to like pick one or the other. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I don't know. And like they were running out of certain shit. Like they didn't have enough cups. They didn't have like it was just like a mess. Like and I remember standing there, and some girl went behind the thing. And just stole the shit. <laughs> like wow. stole what she needed from like a different bar and brought it over wow. to like whatever so that she could get her shit Jesus. and like go. But then on top of that, in the package, you get food. Um, You get like food vouchers or whatever. Right. So there's like all the food trucks. And so you go to like the one food truck and they're supposed to have a big like, you know, one of those silver, silver things that you get like at the dollar ram. I don't know. The trays. They're like. Yeah. You just throw them out there, aluminum yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like a big one of those. And they have like all these different variety of food you're supposed to get there. So one of the girls that was with us, she goes to that line. Well, we're waiting for the like bottles and stuff, right? She goes to that line, waiting there forever. We already got the bottles and we're like, yo, we don't even know where to go. Like, yeah. like into our booth. Cause she had all the information. So we're just like <laughs> standing there, like waiting, waiting, waiting. And then eventually I guess she responded. And so we go over to our booth and all of a sudden, and mind you, this girl's like really small, like five foot, like mm. super thin. She comes like running with this big tray. We're like, bless food's here. She was like, I literally stole this. She was like, I just went up like, 
snatched it and I ran back here <laughs> because she was like the line was so long and it wasn't moving and she was yeah. like I was waiting that whole time she was like I just went there and I snatched it and I ran <laughs> this is the thing like when I, I go like, to oh when I go to God. parties or events in this city and it says yeah. free food or free drink you know you're probably I know not that, gonna that get is it. not true <laughs> it's free food that's here if it's yeah. done it done yeah free food. it's yeah. free drink lunch. that's here when it done it done and we can't control the line and we're not gonna give you multiple lines nope you're gonna all stand in the one line for everything like, yeah. yeah and to be honest now that i think about it dr j did make an announcement after that event and said like he apologized and if there was a group that wasn't able to get what they needed and they paid like to reach out to and him and he would accommodate do. and stuff like that yeah. because he did say that there was like issues with food and so a lot of people didn't get their food and stuff like that and but at least um, he took he, accountability he, did, he was like it was brought to my attention so he said it like the next day i seen him post about it at least he took accountability and and gave an actual plan of what's gonna happen moving forward not just leaving people in limbo yeah you know what i mean and and then give them 50 percent off for the next year ew. <laughs> we'll get into that <laughs> but culture land when I got there and I seen like everything that was happening, people showed me the videos. Then all of a sudden, people just started fainting. Just one, wow. two. You're just seeing people pointing at people yeah. in the audience in between songs, and because again, they had to really stop hot. like every five minutes and be like, "Yo, security, security, we need to get get somebody over there." To the point where they had gotten security to get people f so many times that. The host is on stage saying, security, security, we need another, because another person dropped. And there's, and there's no security to come get the person. They have to yeah. wait like the next five minutes to come get this person. Yeah. And then they start dashing waters out. Dashing waters out into the crowd. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, if I want to come up on a lick, all I have to do is take one of these bottles of water to the face right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because this is very dangerous. Like, right. one girl apparently got hit in the eye. I don't know the oh, full story oh. on that, or if it was true, but... Her friends said to some one of the hosts that she one of the bottles hit her in the eye and she went to the ambulance but she's okay and uh -oh. just a whole bunch of next stuff. But it was just it seemed very dangerous at one point mm -hmm. because I'm taking into account the security that I just walked past, mm -hmm. seeing them, seeing how many of them, and seeing how many people there are. I'm like, bro. All it takes is four black people to one in one run in one direction right now, and it's a wrap. and this whole concerts mash up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a wrap. Yeah, it's over. It's yeah. a wrap. It's Let one man step on the wrong man's shoes right now, and it's gonna like it's gonna get very dangerous because there's nowhere one to go. Thrown. Yeah, there's it. nowhere to go. Everybody's in between up and shit like that. In between the audience and mm -hmm. the VIP is this one little weird aisle of grass, yeah. and people are in there, and that's caged off. Yeah. So people see, are opening the cage like, to go in between that. And I'm like, yo, if something happens in there I right now. I don't like this cage shit. Like, have we not learned down. from Travis Scott, Astroworld? Right. Well, the you cages, know what I mean? The cages are, I get it, are necessary. It's just. The they need to be edit. reinforced in a way where. No, it's not listen, even that. They're it's not, not necessary. That. It's the people, the promoters who want to have section things they want to have a vip they want to have a general yeah. mission they want to have they blah 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 upsell. blah blah. they want to make the most money exactly so it's really not necessary for when you're out right, in these right. fields and shit like exactly. that let everybody like sure block off the greater area or whatever 
But like, but if you're gonna have VIP, it's very simple. We just saw it in the pandemic at the, the same Soka events mm-hmm. where you have these little sections. Yeah. That are ringed off that you can station in various parts of the concert and just where leave people are having an elevated deck where they're having their own people, they're guarded, their tables guarded, their So they took guarded. it down there at Markville. It wasn't oh. there. They weren't there. So oh. I but, thought that they would have still done it. It I made think sense. It's probably an it option. was it was like a good way to organize everybody, exactly. you know? And then like yeah. they had a general mission. But like this whole fence shit is for the fucking birds. If you guys are outside and there's no real like order Mm -hmm. to everything and especially being outdoor festivals there's always something with outdoor festivals it's not like you're going to Scotiabank arena you know like that shit doesn't really happen in arenas it's always outdoor get rid of all these little section off things do you know what i mean because it's dangerous at this point you don't even need to necessarily get rid of it it's how you do it why is the first 70 feet of the stage from the stage vip I, I'm a, I'm the core fan, the real, like, I feel as mm-hmm. general admission, like, I'm the real fan. And I'm so far away from the entire show. Yeah, general admission is usually me on at top the front. of that. Yeah. And, like, to have people who are general admission stand behind VIP is so condescending in and of itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like, know, why am I standing at the, staring at the back of these fucks mm-hmm. that, that I, paid a little bit more? I, I agree the VIP should be peppered around. It should never it should be, be the main yeah. front section. Like, no, so every festival... No that I went to Life is Beautiful in Vegas, and for that, like, on the main stage, everybody was like, it's general admission. Mm-hmm. First come, first serve. Yeah, like, to the, the closer way. you get, whatever. Yeah. But for VIP section, they literally built out this like tiered area that had bars specifically yep. for um, the VIP mm-hmm. and like media or whatever, whoever had access there. It was like built out to the point where it was like an activation. Yeah, like yeah, they had yeah. fake grass. They had like all these chairs, all these like sick, like games and stuff. And then it's like late. It was a uh, multiple floor so that you could choose to stand up mm, at the top and watch the concert, or you could like be bottom. on the main ground and watch the concert. And it wasn't necessary. Like it was on the sides of the things. It wasn't even that close to you. It yeah. wasn't like front row sides. Like, of the, that's where people, the VIPs usually are on, on the, the sides. sides. Like people who go and pay for VIP. I feel like they're not there to be in the pit and they're not there to jump up and down and mash exactly. and like all that other shit. Exactly. They're like, they pay the VIP to have something more exclusive to have less people more to have. Yeah. yeah more convenience right. to be able to go into lines and like not wait for hella long and to have a different experience than the person yeah. that's, GA who yeah. wants to get like down and dirty type yeah. vibes. Yeah. Cause I have no problem with you pricing your VIP for whatever as much as you want. If people pay it, they pay it. That's that that's done them. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to then accommodate to the standard of which you're setting. If you especially if you're saying five and ten K, if you're saying five and ten K there and people are getting stark VIP, difference. there has to be an elevated experience. Yeah. There has to be something like what yeah. you're saying, where there's like, it seems like you're in an activation. It's sponsored by Red Bull or Budweiser, whoever it is, yeah. okay, where so they can give you an elevated experience where you're not, like you said, you have your own washroom, you have your own bar that you can mm-hmm. go to. You don't have to wait in these lines and you don't have to do <laughs> all the things that people who paid significantly yeah. less than you. You shouldn't be using the same stalls as the GA. There's no reason <laughs> right? that my body should touch the same toilet rim as 
you. Shouldn't have to wait for in those porta potties. Like yeah, <laughs> you should no. have one of those. Those, those yeah, ones like one with a key. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, give me that key. Let me go inside, <laughs> bro. Personal joint. Got a little music playing. <laughs> you know what? You know what the problem is, and it's the theme of all these festivals. Mm. OVO doesn't count because OVO is like a different beast yeah. in itself. Um, is that these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't hire people like, that know that what they're doing. These people have an idea. Great idea. They don't know how to execute. Right. They act like they know how to execute, but they don't. And they don't hire the people that do know how to execute. Yeah. Like there are literally people in this city that you have no clue even exist, but they are seasoned like event organizers yeah. who think about all of these logistics and make sure that everything is together. Like, yo, Far if you really want to do something at this level, like at a grand scale and make it successful, like hire the right people. Exactly. Stop like, cutting corners. Yeah, it's yeah. that simple. You they don't, do, they're too the busy money. on trying to make a profit mm-hmm. instead of trying to produce a, a quality product. And Especially realistically, for a festival, you should be losing money first year. You're, yeah, I was going to say, in your inaugural season, for sure, you're not making, like, how? You're not you're doing putting, that. You're, this yeah. is an investment Drake, for future shit. Drake said his first year he had to pay so much fucking money he didn't make anything. Yeah. Like it wasn't him doing it. Like I'm sure he maybe makes money now. Like you maybe not. Way to scale. But like you gotta you, find a way to you scale. have to start somewhere. And it's like yo, like have the capital. Figure out ahead of time like how you're going to raise enough funds or whatever to pay the people that can actually do the work. Yeah. Like I have a a friend, she's from here, but she lives in um, the States. We work together in Detroit. Um, She's a little older. She like when she's planning events at this scale, like it's crazy how much work she puts in. And she has like these big binders for the event where it's like everything possible. Yeah. Every little thing and like contingency plans for if this thing messes up, you know what I mean? And stuff always messes up. Always. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. The fan might think it was the most perfect experience, but people in the back are stressed the fuck out. That's just how it goes. You got an event guy right here who's been and seen it all. Like he he makes things from nothing (laughs) when it comes to events. And even he has contingency plans. If you decided that you wanted to do a festival... Because you haven't done that. You've done smaller, like, you know what I mean? Like, would you do it yourself or would you hire somebody that has experience doing a fu- fucking festival? I would, of course, I'd hire somebody. Like, mm-hmm. I come from the Manifesto Festival, so that's my yeah. background. And, and I've seen people that don't necessarily have the the exact, not skills, but experience to, to put on a large festival, but I still mm-hmm. saw them execute. Mm-hmm. But it, it didn't. It, it required a shitload of volunteers and dedication. Like dedication, countless yeah. hours, a lot of fuck ups. But at the end of the day, there was a certain level of uh, cohesion within a large group of it's like this large collective of people chipping in and make sure it works out. Yeah, everybody was on the same plan. Yeah. Like they all had like or one goal, and yeah, you know what I mean. And they made sure to always have lots of volunteers. Yeah. So like that that always helped out. Yeah, but you need a team. You can't do it on your you own. You can never yeah. do things on your own. And I, I I for some reason I could picture them being like, "All right. This is how much it's going to cost. This is how many people we could sell we could sell to. 
this is how much we can make. Let's do it. Yeah. But it's like that's all they thought of. A festival yeah. of this magnitude that you're trying to pull off. Yeah. No major sponsor. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like that that was very telling to me. How's there no like major corporate sponsor. sponsor backing the There's festival? always sponsors. There's always and if you're doing a festival, that's the easiest shit to get sponsors. It's mm. way harder to get it for smaller shows. Yeah. You're talking about a festival and you add Burna Boy's name to that? Mm-hmm. What sponsor is not coming calling with with thousands and thousands of dollars for you? Absolutely. An activation, a couple of VIP area perks, and all these different things that you could pull off. And it's the first of its kind. And it's like I, I there's just so much that was. There's so much that overlooked. people don't actually know. Yeah, and they just act like they know everything. Everybody wants to you look know? like they're doing something very big. Everybody wants to do just something. Doing the fucking work. Sometimes <laughs> just like doing a regular job is really fucking okay. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you don't have to be the one to like Stick pave to the way. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. I don't know. I just feel my thing is we like need more security guards. Yeah, apparently, apparently we yeah. need some bigger bodies. My thing is like, yo, like I hate how this just is going to pan out for other people's events and how it's going to make other people's events. Listen, I'll say this. Burner Boy saved the night. Mm-hmm. Burner Boy came out, gave an incredible performance. You were there? No, yeah. <laughs> this guy's just like... <sighs> he was like, yeah, best fucking <laughs> performance. It was fucking wow. Wow. From what I've heard... <laughs> <laughs> clips, I, that boy was killing TikTok. Burner Boy murdered it. He is an incredible performer. So imagine. Just, just incredible. imagine. What could have been possible? If <laughs> everything went smooth. It was his regular ass tour. Because you know he was coming here regardless. When? Well, there's a thing. It's like it, it's he stepped on yeah, the stage he's on tour. and it was like the the men in black memory thing happened to all of us. Everybody, Everybody just said, fuck. fuck it. Yeah. And we're we here already. Enjoy, yeah. It's like might as well make, you know how black people are. Make the best, the out, best of out of what we're doing, yeah. what we're in right now. Yeah. And so Burner Boy came out. He absolutely bodied it. The man doesn't stop dancing, breath control on a million, mm-hmm. singing nonstop, singing a cappella, talking, busting jokes. He's just an all around, like the man looked like a vet, bro. Yeah. It was, it was just remarkable to watch. And then, of course, the moment we're all waiting for that Tony Ensing beat dropped, and you see every phone in the place went like this. <laughs> Just praying popcorn would come out the back. And Burner Boy went off and stood to the side behind the speaker. And I'm like, yup. <laughs> I'm like, yup. Come in. There it is. Popcorn <laughs> just runs out. The place I never heard people that loud in a long time. Like, yeah. it was loud. And that was the best performance. He should have, I don't know why he didn't keep that until like the second last song. Because after that, like, not even yeah could hold up. To that moment, like it just was, it was so mm-hmm. big of a moment. First time they're ever performing the song, we're getting to see it in this fuck shit. <laughs> and uh, what's it called? Uh, after that, he did like a couple more songs. He did yeah, and then he did last last. As soon as I heard last, as soon as I heard Tony Braxton's voice, I was like, all right, babe, let's go. <laughs> Start walking to the car immediately. I was like, I'm not gonna be in whatever hell. 
this turns gonna, into yeah. after that song is done. <laughs> we are gone. My whole, the whole booth, we are out. Yeah, People are there going, last, last. Just dancing. We're just walking out, dancing the other way. Got out, got home in 20 minutes. I was like, Mwah, nice. Mwah. Oh. Other people I'm hearing three hours, two hours, because it's like one lane. I realized when we were driving in, it's there's just one like- lane in, one lane out. Yeah. That's it. It's not like there's no, some multiple lane thing. Even on the street, when you get on the street, it's one lane. Yeah. So I'm like, like, nah. Country road. I'm like, this is, this is giving me rebel vibes. <laughs> I'm not doing this shit. That street, yeah. I, that street's giving me nightmares. I'm not doing yeah. it with this. Even that, to that get out of OVO song. Fest was so annoying too. Ugh, I could imagine. I felt like a sardine. <laughs> oh. That's what I was just like, like this. I was like. Thank God I'm so tall. My head is above Dog. everybody else. That's what I know somebody like. caught COVID just sitting in the uh, like fucking uh, head. Walking out of Budweiser is the longest experience in <laughs> the world. It's horrible. All it takes is two minutes of a difference. If you leave two minutes earlier, you go skate out of it. Or leave or just like chill in your seat for a little bit. I, yes. That's what I yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. But then I like got so overwhelmed. I moved a little and then there was apparently puke under the seat that oh. I was standing in and I was wearing my obsidian uh, Jordan. <laughs> I knew she thought of her kicks and immediately. <laughs> some guy was like, your shoe, there's throw up. He's like, don't want you to mess up your shoe. And I like panicked. <laughs> and then walking. like every people were trying to come out at the same time. And then there was a girl, shout out to her. She listens to, she was like, extra gravy, extra gravy, extra gravy. <laughs> I listened to extra gravy. And I was like, my shoes. <laughs> and then you got caught up in the curtain. <laughs> You ever get caught up in the current and next of people? Thing, and next thing, I'm a fucking sardine. Like, yep. I wanted to up, wait. When you I get caught up in that current of people moving and you're like, oh, I guess we're going this way now. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do nothing about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so yeah, that man. was Culture Land Day 1. Culture Land Day 1. <laughs> I mean, I got to shout out. I got to shout out MC Ebone and Femi. They really held down the crowd in those times. I know what it's like to be a host that has to improvise and stall um, shout out to DJ Tunes as well, Wix Kids DJ. He did a, an incredible job. Um, the dancers that came out and entertained for a bit. I heard while the we dancers were didn't get paid. I heard. I heard that too. I heard that's that common, too. That's a common thing with dancers, though. Which is not, unfortunate. Not, not, not dancers that's just get shit for free. <laughs> they dance for free all the time. They just love dancing so much, so they don't she, care. She. But yeah, they killed it. Um, I mean. Burna Boy's performance really saved the night. Because honestly, if for any reason that man didn't come or he just didn't give us a good performance, mm-hmm. they would have they turned that place over. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it was heated in there. So then now, the next day comes. <laughs> so this is a Sunday when all the other festivals. Yeah. So OVO and uh, Culture Land Day, day one, 1 were on the same, same day. day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I got to point out as well, which is... It's interesting. Boots and Hearts Festival is. It was the whole weekend, yeah. Boots and Hearts Festival is like a. It's country. It's like white. It's like white rolling loud for for country music in Canada. Shout out to Shania Twain, headliner. Was she? I was kind of mad I didn't go after I saw it. I was like, man, I I feel like a woman. I didn't even know that like Boots and Hearts was like this weekend or whatever. It's usually the same weekend as Caravana, which I find very interesting. (laughs) They try to get all the whites out. (laughs) Try to get all the whites separated, all the blacks separated, huh? (laughs) No cops up in Coburg, is there? Yeah, yeah. You know, Um, talking about Shania Twain real quickly, she has a documentary on Netflix right now. mm -hmm. And in the... 
like within the first couple of minutes you actually see my mom in it (laughs) i went to watch it no clue that this was happening i went to watch it i didn't even end up watching it um (laughs) i got so you're on netflix (laughs) so she works for like scotia bank arena and she if you guys know me like you'll run into or if you go to gate two at any event my mom is usually there (laughs) and she runs like the elevators and stuff like that so i guess for that event shania was coming from like the back you know and Mm. not on her stage okay and so she my mom had to like hold the elevator so you see shania like walking through these doors and like going to the elevator and i was like you're like, is that gay too? I was, no, like, yeah. Once she's walking through the doors, I was like, oh, that's like, I know this area that's because my mama work. like I used to work in that same area too. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I know what that is. I'm like, that that looks like Scotia Bank. And then it's clo- getting closer to the elevator. I was like, is that my mom? And she's like yeah. in the elevator, just like. Uh, <laughs> and i showed her and like, she like <laughs> no 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 she's just like smiling kind oh, okay. of like a little smirk because she's can't say anything yeah you're not allowed to talk to artists or yeah, yeah, athletes yeah. or whoever right and so yeah it's just like really awkward she's like holding the elevator for her and she's not supposed to say yeah like anything and then there's a camera there and then yeah i showed it to her and she <laughs> that's was like sick. wait <laughs> she sick. was like this was so long ago. That is so sick. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Shania Twain. Yeah. Um, speaking of Netflix documentaries, mm-hmm. very, very convenient week for uh, Woodstock, Woodstock 99 to come out. Oh, oh yeah. Woodstock. I want to watch that too. What? Uh, yeah, but that's what I was going to say. Call Winky we're, we're talking about all these messed up festivals, Firefest 2, but then... No one knows how bad Woodstock. Well, everybody knows well, that. now. Now they know. <laughs> Woodstock '99 was a fucking just watching shit show. the preview. I was like, "Holy shit!" This looks shit. Like, like Iraq. I was like, like, like "God damn!" It looks like fucking hell. Shit burning. <laughs> I remember when it was. Happening. I actually remember seeing it on the news. I was right. like nine years old. I don't know what the fuck's happening, but I remember yeah. seeing Limp Bizkit, Anthony, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, DMX. Like it was crazy, but. I remember all the mud, Bush. all the people. You were there? No, I wasn't uh, there. I just remember. I remember all the people. He's pulling a mat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw it. I saw it. Because <laughs> it was such, you know, it was such a big deal. You know, Woodstock was such a big thing. And yeah, it was the return, um, and then hip hop being added to the mix. Like it was a really, really big covered thing. And then the fact that it was raining and you see all these people mudsliding it just looked crazy <laughs> i think the Austin. fact that it was 1999 played a huge factor in a lot yeah, of it too yeah. i think there was, such an, apocalyptic, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was such an apocalyptic party feel like to everything and like party like it's 1999 like it was just such a such a peak moment of like just carelessness mm. like you're seeing it throughout that entire documentary like but they kind of cre- like i said it's it, you there are things you can do to prevent certain things and you can create a certain attitude yeah based on set list artist the venue what it looks like how you present it the lighting like there's so many things that go into it the, the part where they talk about fred durst getting them hyped up yeah, and then going in and realizing what he's doing, and then he jumps into the crowd and gets them even more hyped up. Little <laughs> things like that, like <laughs> you, know, you have to foresee that. that that's gonna happen before you and schedule him out in a proper space where it's like Bush should have been on right before Fred Durst, but not yo. another corn who's gonna hype them up out of control, and then you get Limp Biscuit who's on top of the world at that point. Yeah, 
to come out and hype them up even more. No, so so you know how they they passed out the candles and whatnot. Yeah. So they passed all idea. they passed all these <laughs> candles to like light uh, in commemoration of you know this this milestone anniversary for Woodstock and and then that's what ends up starting the fire. But while they're blaming Fred Durst, people forget that Anthony Kiedis was and Red Hot Chili Peppers started singing uh, "Let Me Stand Next to Your Fire," and that even encouraged them even more to just like. Fire! The nigga's out there guitaring naked with his dick flailing. Yeah, yeah. That's wild times. That's wild. They just wear socks in their dicks and just perform. And it just looks such like such a dangerous place for women. Like I can't think of people would get raped left to right at that one. Someone got raped in the middle of the audience in an in a truck. While everyone's partying around this truck. Remember the part where the truck comes in and they're like, we got to get the truck out of here. When Fat Fat Boy Slim was DJing. And somebody is, the guy goes to the truck and looks inside and the guy's buckling his pants up and a girl's lifeless on the ground in front of him. And he's like, I was mortified. Like, to think that that's happening in the, there's thousands of people here. And not one person knew what was happening in that moment. And then all the dark areas, because this is a big base that they're on, big army base. Mm-hmm. All these dark areas with tents at, where women were flashing their titties just hours before in the daylight. Mm-hmm. You got drunk, entitled young white men who are just fucking losing their mind off the music already. Yeah. Then they're doing drugs on top of that. It was just a perfect storm for fuckery. That yeah. whole place. And the, the joke is, for years, years, the only thing I knew about Woodstock 99 was that DMX clip. <laughs> where he's in the red overalls. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo, do you know how important racism was in that moment? <laughs> DMX went, had two number one albums that year. Okay? Mm-hmm. Two number one albums. The year before, sorry. He's the biggest artist there. Outside of Red Hot and Limp Biscuit. And he's playing in the daytime because he's a black guy. If that man played at night, and they said stop, drop, oh my god, they probably people would have died. (laughs) People would have died, and then they would have blamed it on a black man. Yo, (laughs) that would have. Oh my god, I couldn't imagine. Like, and that video has gone viral for so many years because everybody's like, yo, it looked like every human being on the planet was there because it's so much people. Craziness, just craziness. So the, the, the culture land day two, <laughs> day two comes. I'm coordinating with the cameraman because I'm doing artist interviews and shit. Yo, and like, I wanted to tell you so like I had I no idea. Like, what I don't was even. Going on. I don't even want to attempt to go. I had no idea because that was my vibe was from time. I just didn't think. God, like, tell me the vibes from time from I'm now sorry, on. I'm sorry. I just like. <laughs> tell me the vibes no. from time from now on. All right. I want to know the vibes as soon as you feel the vibes. I was like, sometimes people got to learn on their own. <laughs> I don't want to learn on my own. I hate learning on my own. <laughs> I know, but I didn't. Honestly, all I knew was to wait for your words. Like, if you come, let's go. But Day two, I, 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 like, I coordinate with the cameraman about probably five minutes later. Someone yeah. hits me. Yo, Culture Land's canceled. I'm like, <laughs> what? I said, huh? <laughs> what you mean canceled? I'm like, automatically, I was like, okay, this is not far-fetched. Based on what I saw yesterday, it's not far-fetched. But what's the reason? I hear, oh, Markham Fairgrounds didn't get paid for the event. Mm-hmm. Which struck me as very odd, first of all. How do you not even collect a deposit? 
yeah. before an event. Huh? You're waiting mm-hmm. on money day of? Huh? So, Mark and Fairgrounds, you, you're in question too, but um, they they basically said that Mark and Fairgrounds wasn't paid, and so they were scurrying to find a new uh, venue. venue. At that point... They moved it to Ajax down. It had not been announced that it was... Moved. Moved. Yes. And or canceled until, I think, an hour before scheduled time. So No. Wasn't it, like, pushed back? Didn't they push the time back? They pushed the time back at 3, though. And Mm. it was supposed to start at 4. So people are already on buses on the way there. On the way there. Because it's far. It's far. (laughs) You know what I mean? So people are already there. Yeah. And people were the ones that let everyone know. That the, the event was canceled. Yeah. Cultureland had not come out with an official statement yet. People were there already oh, and were taking pictures yeah, and videos so and saying, we're talking to security here. They're saying there's nothing happening here today. Like, Such it's canceled. They never paid. Look. They never paid anybody. Blah, blah, blah. So then now I'm like, this is a madness, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, around 4 o'clock. I believe I think it was like it was four it was o'clock, right? Four o'clock when the post went out about when the post we'll goes give you up. a half an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll give you a half an Let, hour, or we'll give you an answer of where we're going in a half an hour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, yeah, it was basically like uh, we're we're we found another venue. Um, we'll announce at four at like four. In a half, they just said in a half hour. No, they said we're announcing minutes. at four p.m. where oh. where where it's gonna be at four p.m. or four fifteen or some shit. They say it's at Ajax Downs. So now everybody's like, "What? Where? What?" I don't even know what the fuck that is. What I've is never a- heard. What of is Ajax Downs? Downs? Why is Ajax Down? <laughs> so then now people go, people go and <sighs> and um, realize that it's like 40, 30, 40 minutes away from where it originally was supposed to be. Yeah. Right? I automatically told my cameraman, "I'm like, we are not going." <laughs> Me. I'm staying home. Yeah. Today is on some fuckery already. Yeah. Nope. I'm not leaving my house. Yeah. Right? A- so I, I told him we canceled all that good stuff. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I think it was 5.30 or 6, somewhere around there. There's an announcement that Fireboy, Stoneboy, Camo, and somebody else. Miss, uh, no, somebody else. We're all not going to be in attendance Jeez. because of visa issues. These are people scheduled for that day, yeah. for that concert. Mm-hmm. And this is information that you have from time. It's not like you just found out they don't have their visas. There's no, There's no way, way that you're waiting for a visa to clear the day or night of. I'll even give them you the are night not Drake. before. <laughs> I'll even give them the you night before. You did not before. run the border. <laughs> if they did, it's, let's say they waited... The night before. Yeah. You didn't say it in the morning? You didn't say it at any point until it was conveniently time for people to arrive? Which means people are already dressed, people are already mm-hmm. on the way, people are already in line. Mm-hmm. And that's when they're being told that some of the artists, Fireboy is one of which has some of the largest songs in the world right now. Yeah. And you're not telling people that they're not coming until the day of? Yeah. How do you not figure out visas? Until the day of. I don't find that possible. No. So you then, definitely have to do pre-plan on the visa thing. Yeah. yeah. So then the Firefest talks start. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, Canada's Firefest. Here we go. <laughs> and it just turns into like a watch party on Twitter. Like people were just going ham. 
more information comes out every 15 minutes. The, the entertainment didn't stop. Oh, Janae's in Kensington. <laughs> <laughs> Show a picture of Janae in Kensington Janae? at like 6 p.m. Just, buying just shopping, just <laughs> healing buying crystals. Incense. Incense. <laughs> I'm like, whoever sent her to Kensington knows her well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then now, 15 minutes later, yo, why is Western at Wonderland? I said, ah. I said, Miss Bachside, what's ha- what? <laughs> oh, Westerns no. at Wonderland. No, Fireboy. Why does Fireboy have a show in Nigeria tonight? He's this- never wow. coming. I said, hold on. So not only did, it, it, not only was it canceled for today, yeah, but he booked an entire show in twenty four hours. Is that what I'm led to believe? No, he had no intentions of even coming. Which means you had come on. If you're booking a show, that he was, you coming? had to have known that you weren't that this person was not going to be here for at least minimum a week. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no way you announce a show in less than a week. Mm-hmm. Minimum a week. So that means for a week they knew Fireboy wasn't coming, <laughs> and they didn't say a they word. They didn't say a word. Then we find That's out some real asshole movements. <laughs> then we find out. Like people start showing uh, videos of the stage and the, the new spot, Just like half the size of the first stage at Markham Gra- uh, Markham yeah. Fairgrounds, half the size of the stage. We hear there's already a pan festival happening there. Yeah, and I was like, I wait, was, there's already a festival happening I, there. I was doing comedy like a couple of days before in the space, and I'm like, they're really gonna move everything to that small ass Ajax Downs. Like, it's big, but I'm like, if you're moving a full festival like that, if you're moving Janae Ico. To Ajax. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, so this is a girl, Drippy Car. Shout out Drippy Car one time. Drippy Car. She had like a Final Destinations type day thing going on. I don't know, man. It just looked like her life was just meant to be cursed that day. Aww. She was one of the people that were documenting the entire day on TikTok. And mm-hmm. people were just following her story the whole day. And every hour she'd come on, it's 930 there's no one, there's still no one on stage. It's just a DJ. And um, shout out to Tomei. I saw Tomei who, who went up there, you know, she, she rocked out with the crowd and put on a, she always puts on a great performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and under those circumstances, like, God bless her for she even showing thing. up. Yeah. She's a professional. Shout out to her. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, you're just hearing for hours that people are there and not one artist. B. Young is still an artist that is in the city, mm-hmm. ready to perform. Western is still artists that are in the city, ready to perform. Miss Banks tweeted, "Sorry guys, change the venue. I can't. I just can't even go. I'm mm-hmm. I'm gutted. Like I I really want to perform here. So Miss Banks is gone now. Mm-hmm. So now you only have three artists left out of the <laughs> ten artists <laughs> that were supposed to be there that day. Yeah, three uh, artists. Not not even the headliners. Not even and yeah." The, they didn't even know that Janae wasn't coming. So then now, oh, didn't they? <laughs> According to the article that the organizer of the event, um, he did an interview with Toronto Star, <laughs> uh, Pharrell. Uh-huh. He said that at 7 p.m. they found out that there would be no Janae Eiko. Jeez. 7 p.m. Do you know when they told people? Nine. 12 p.m. 12 a.m. 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 12 a.m. is when people found out. Damn. You want to hear how they found out? <laughs> Yo, how they found out is the most entertaining part of this whole thing for me. 
I feel for him, yo, because oh, I, I know sorry, what it's like bro. when you're hosting a show yeah. and everyone thinks that you're the guy in charge <laughs> and you have nothing to do with this. Like, I'm just hosting the show. You don't I, yeah. direct your anger towards me. I'm not the organizer. And then on top of that, I had to deal with all this bullshit all day and stall for these people. Yeah. You think I want to be here? That's where you think I want to well, be here. It came I'm from. the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it came from. It wasn't like, you, it's so, I can get it's how so it sounds hard. disrespectful it, though. It does sound very disrespectful. And it's like, you could have like put it in. He could have chose his words better. Very much. You know, so. and very much still so. articulated what he needed to do. Um, but I understand. But I, I still get it because yeah. like, when I worked in Detroit, um, we had like uh, we the radio station was I guess the sponsor of a concert, okay. right? So it was like their yearly Kiss concert or whatever. But there was a promoter, mm-hmm. and the promoter failed to say that one of the acts, I think it was like Black Street mm-hmm. or something, wasn't showing up, and we found out. On stage. While the show was going. Wow. So th- they sent, like, whoever it was, like, the main people of, like, some older group didn't show up, but, like, other people showed up instead. And, w- like, we had to share that information. And I remember how pissed off people were in that moment, but then even afterwards, like, the comments, because, like, I had to manage all the comments and shit yeah, the like face that. of it now <laughs> nobody knows it is but i have to respond yeah, yeah, to all yeah. the comments yep. on the facebook page and it's like older people like, yep. <laughs> they just be saying whatever they want to see black street man they want to <laughs> hear the knock in the boots they want h it's like it really does suck because it's like like sometimes you do want to cuss these people out because they need to understand that it's like yo sometimes it's not exactly like don't blame Mason and Coco on the morning show because they didn't have. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Anything to do with it. Yeah. They're just the ones who are supposed to intro him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't blame the radio station because we weren't the ones who did it. Like, the real problem is the promoters but then the promoters are always trying to Disappear. find they always hide. an escape goat escape goat yeah There's because always they went they went after like the radio station contacted them and she was like trying to like dodge them and shit like that 
And then she was like, yeah, we're just going to handle it. We're not going to do no press, whatever. Next thing you know, she's outside with the cameras talking to like the promoter talking about, oh, yeah, it wasn't us and like all that shit. So it's like we're saying, you know, the promoters are trying to work out something. We're being very cordial, not like completely blaming the promoters but saying like you know we are a sponsor of this but there were things that were beyond our control and then she's just like oh yeah it wasn't us but so it goes back to onto the radio station when it really wasn't a radio station Every, listen <laughs> especially when it's something of this magnitude like nobody wants to nobody take wants that. to be like yo i fucked up yeah nobody wants to take that and the joke is that if there was accountability up front yeah. And beforehand, a lot of this would have been avoided. A lot of people would have understood, asked for the refund regardless, in which yeah. they yeah. were rightfully justified to get. But they would have still been like, thank you for being professional. Thank you yeah. for not wasting my day, my money, my gas, yeah, my clothes, yeah, my makeup, my heels, my feet. Like <laughs> People were very angry and rightfully so for everything that occurred at that festival. And yeah. For them to, especially at the end, to like get a disgruntled host who's probably already gone through it all day and yeah. like he's pissed and he's at his wits end and he he's just like, takes it this. out like fuck this <laughs> like I've been and the joke is like Ebone was keeping them alive all night with the DJ he's he was the one pumping them up yeah. he's he's on the mic yelling him and Femi he's and like nigga I don't get paid enough for this. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. It's like, <laughs> Did he even get paid? Who gets paid enough for that? <laughs> yeah. what they had to endure? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who gets paid enough for that? So I have sympathy for Ebone and, and Femi. They tried their best. And like when you're a host in those circumstances, you guys don't yeah. understand the pressure that mm-hmm. it takes to stall angry black people. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's very easy to stall angry white people. <laughs> you, could, you could play games, do a little dancing competition. Black people... See past all the fucking mm-hmm. smoking mirrors. They want the artist McConfessy. Yeah. I, I remember when I was hosting for Manifesto when Chronix was performing and it was raining and it was Charlotte Day Wilson. Is that her name? Charlotte yeah. Day Wilson, yeah. Yeah, she was performing and it was a long day and everyone's waiting for fucking. For, for chronics and they're like we don't want to, we don't care for this white yell like <laughs> where's chronics and, and now it's raining so they got to do all this shit switch things up and i'm on stage trying to buy time trying to do some jokes trying to do some announcements yeah and the comments that i could hear being slung at me from left to right all through the crowd just like they blame you china boy shut up like wow just racist jesus bring out Chronics, man, I want you. Move right, Miss Sachin. Yo, these people are. It ruthless. was terrible. I was like, "Well, all right, guys, uh, that was unnecessary. Chronics <laughs> will be out soon. Let's keep the there's kids here, guys. Let's keep the uh, let's keep the it PG, comments please. to a minimum. Crazy. We're, we're trying to get this done. Oh, but Great time. Yeah. Honestly, I can though, imagine what they heard at, when they're on stage on on the Sunday. Western came and their mics weren't working at one point. Like they're on stage, literally standing there for like. Two minutes. Wow. Going like this. Damn. To the crowd. And they only had like a, they had to make their set like a five minute medley. Like it mm. wasn't even like they got to play their tunes out. Like that's a rush through songs and not give the performance. They Shit. got on Twitter and apologized saying that they were really looking forward to this, but the promoters messed everything up. Mm. And that stage, from the moment I saw the stage, 
I already knew Janae was not coming. Because I'm like, someone posted a picture and was like, does the stage look like this? And it was a, a show she just did in Detroit where it's, come on, super professional. There's thousands of people. It looked like a spectacle. And then you look at this rinky-dink stage. Yeah. No lighting. Like. Well, to be fair, that was Big Sean's show regardless <laughs> she i i i no, think she's, like before she's the, done it long enough to no, be like before not the have pandemic, to deal with all that shit before the pandemic it was what it was like march or something like that she was supposed to come here and she had like a normal i'm pretty sure she had like a normal or phoenix i think she was supposed to be at like phoenix concert theater yeah. or whatever but even phoenix is better like lighting and stage is bigger yeah, and better than yeah no no but i'm saying at. like she had like a normal yeah like stage what they had wasn't even normal and then that was like it wasn't adequate enough for her to perform no but like that was also in 2020 like two years two yeah. and a half years ago like yeah her last album that she dropped definitely She's, like helped her, stock her. Has risen, yeah yeah you know what i mean for sure so she not to could. mention the association with Big Sean, like they're, yeah. they're, they're, they've joined. Audiences. I knew, I knew that she wasn't gonna come. I'm surprised she was in the city, city to be honest. But I knew she wasn't gonna come. Like after the Burna Boy stuff, I feel like it was probably in question. Of and course, they were like yeah. she was like, let me feel it out because she's very pregnant. Like very, <laughs> very pregnant. Nobody wants to be. In Stressful any type situations. of predicament, yep. Yeah, yeah. No, but like safety concerns, yeah. Like, sure. I even, wouldn't want to do that. Even I don't to drive wanna... forty minutes out of the way that you were already planned. Like everything has to be planned to a certain degree. Where yeah. it's like, okay, we know times for this. We got plane at this time. All this and delegate those times. Now, when you you're up in limbo for mm. half the day, how can you plan anything and keep make sure that she stays safe? Yeah, right. But like. I'm like, no, if people are going to be upset over something, start throwing shit. That's not good. For they wouldn't do it if she was there. No, but they wouldn't do it if she was. I, I, feel I, like I don't think people would because I think people love her enough to like, you know, respect her. Yeah. But still, like, that's still a possibility that shit like there could be people that just are so pissed off and they do some yeah. shit. Like it was not a safe environment for a very pregnant woman to be. I was I was kind of hoping that she would get I to perform because I've seen her her uh, show before, and I'm like she will heal this crowd. Like by <laughs> everybody the time they needs leave, healing. They yeah. will everybody leave. She's gonna give them a sound bath. No, no dead ass. Yeah. She does that. Yeah. She, she literally yeah. does that during her show. So it's like. She, she they would have left a lot more calmer than they left that night yeah. if she had just showed up. And if, I, I was hoping she, it kind of like, like she a Burner Boy thing too. I feel like she would have showed up if she wasn't pregnant. No, I think she would have showed up if they had kept it at Mark and Fairgrounds. Even yeah. if she was pregnant or not pregnant, I feel like if it was still scheduled for the yeah. same place, when you switch venues day of for yeah. a festival, mm -hmm. as an artist, I'm like... Absolutely not. I'm not going anywhere. And yeah. I'm sure she rolls with a full team that will already like yeah. have things set up. Wardrobe, hair. Yeah, where can you do wardrobe and hair at Ajax Downs? Mm -hmm. You have to come already ready. Yeah. That's wild to tell an artist that's this far into their career. That's yeah. insane. And by the <laughs> way, by Ajax Downs, everybody was on strike at the parking lots of the community centers, so there's no parking at Ajax now. <laughs> so, like, people have Insane. to park. It was just, like, not going to work. And not anyways. to mention the Pan Festival. When people got there, the parking lot was rammed. <laughs> Shit. 
Yeah. There it is. Just craziness. There it is. And the other side of the city. <laughs> going back, uh, going west. Going west <laughs> to Downsview Park. Ah, yes. All the parks that were down. Kingston <laughs> Fest. Another oh, park that was yes. down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the parks were down bad. <laughs> um, that's what we're going to call this episode. Down bad. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Down <laughs> bad, allegedly. <laughs> Kingston Fest, what a piece of stress. <laughs> so the videos coming out same time as the Culture Land videos. Yeah. Just back to back like, fuckery. No break at no all. No break. <laughs> all gas. Just, ugh. Just, oh, man. Just the, the fire's getting bigger and bigger. Bigger and bigger, bro. Oh, so man. then now they showed uh, the first hint of something being wrong at kingston fest is a video that drops where you see people rushing a fence mm -hmm. and vip area so seeing the vip area set up the same way culture land had set it up i said yep it's happening again. this this seems like uh it's a problem with uh you know the way everything. you're situating everything <laughs> yeah. Yeah. seems like a consistent consensus from the poor people that we will not take this <laughs> and rightfully so this. if Thank i was there i would have kicked it down too yeah. uh i don't this i don't blame people for doing that kind of stuff i do think it's very dangerous when you have that many people doing it yeah. and you have young women who are i saw dropping that video and being so people are just like still running i got anxiety like yeah. it, it's it kind of like scared because I can't imagine being under because if you're ten people back or five people back, which was the case they of why the fence even went over in the first place, people shifted over thinking there's another opening in the fence. There's no opening. They closed it up. When they closed it up, the people in the back don't know they closed it up, yeah. so they're just walking and pushing. They start walking and pushing. You see the girls in the front go whoa whoa. They're trying to keep everyone back. Get pushed over. Now. If you're 10 people back, you don't even know anybody dropped. Yeah. So you're still trying to push. Now you're pushing forward even quicker because you're trying to be one of the people that get in before they close this gate up maybe. Yeah, yeah. So now you're pushing even more and people are just stepping on you. Yeah, people non -stop. die. Non-stop. Like people, yeah. Legit That's people like one of my fears. On Black Friday, there was that person that died um, mm -hmm. being stampeded going into a store like... In a it's, club one it's time? It's never that serious. Like, it's right. never that serious where you need to be pushing women mm -hmm. to get into somewhere. Like, it was crazy to me. Aside from that, the fact that they did that fuckery with the VIP stage and spanned it out 100 feet where yeah. people mm -hmm. couldn't even get over there, you deserve it. Right. You deserve it. You don't, don't do that to people. Like, what do you think this is? Yeah. Especially to Jamaicans? Are you people <laughs> sick? Yeah. <laughs> So then now, that topple over, VIP, turn off, everything freak up. Yeah. In doing so, apparently, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, then pop out the wire. Mm -hmm. The sound for the speakers is, is unplugged. Wires are out. Because of the people. Because, no, not because of the people. <laughs> right back to the festival uh, organizers. Who leaves exposed wires out at a festival? Please right. enlighten me. How, who's never heard of those tarmac things that you strips that you click yeah. together where the wire runs through underneath? underneath. It. They're covered. Yeah. And it's going down the middle. You're not going that far. It's, it's not that expensive. Yeah. It's a very simple fix. It's supposed to be a part of the costs. <laughs> so then now we hear that. All right, cool. 
an hour later. No water. Mm-hmm. It's 6 p.m. <laughs> it's 6 p.m. on the, one of the hottest days of the year. And weren't they telling people they're There's not no allowed water. to bring your water bottle? Oh, in? yes. You can't bring water bottle in there. No, no. You got to buy this. Yeah. Buy this that don't exist. So and then on top of that. That's like super illegal, too. Like, you oh, know what I mean? It gets better. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. They were pouring out water to At pour in alcohol to sell the alcohol. Oh, my God. So that's where all their water went. Allegedly. They were pouring out water. Allegedly pouring out water to pour in alcohol to sell the alcohol. I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't know. I don't know. They were using water in the alcohol bottles. Is that what you're trying to say? No. They They poured out the water and poured in alcohol to sell the alcohol. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So the opposite. I thought yeah. they were putting water in the alcohol bottle. That bottles. would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it probably would have been made people kind of happy. But no. Um, and then obviously more VIP issues. The people are there's people posting pictures. Thousand dollars for VIP, and it's two girls standing beside their bucket with ice with the bottle on the ground in the grass. Wow. A thousand dollars to stand in the grass. So there's Fuck. that. I'd be so mad. So then now. Couple hours later, people are like, yo, where are the artists? Yeah. What's going on? They were here. We're like, we know they're in the city. What is going on? Yeah. Put them on the stage. We're tired of all these other acts. We're tired of all these DJs. Run the artists. Artists come on stage. Nobody can hear them. <laughs> Only the people in the very, very, very oh. front. And I mean, like, give it, what, 10 people back? You can't hear shit. Hmm. You've seen the videos. People are posting videos in real time going, we can't hear. And you're hearing people chant, we can't hear. We can't hear. Then the we can't hear just turned into, boo, <laughs> suck your mother, pussy. Just nonstop. <laughs> right? Yeah. Bro, I'm watching Sincia on stage. She looks like she's going ham. You don't hear a word. I'm just like, bro. Damn. Skilly gets on stage. You don't hear no wop wop. It makes it makes you feel like uh, <laughs> you Not went that single wop. <laughs> Not one wop. Oh. Dog. And then now, so then that happens, and um, I think people are like, "Yo, popcorn is uh, is taking long to come out." The rumors start flying that Drake showed up, Burner Boy showed up, saw the fuckery and left. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is crazy. Then the video comes out uh, after Popcorn goes on stage and everything. Video comes out of what backstage looked like. Mm-hmm. And you're just seeing Beer Mon Buck there. Mm. Beer Mon. <laughs> Couple girls here and there. But there's a lot of people, period. Yeah. Yeah. That that you, You're like, this should not be this many people backstage. backstage at any, Especially not when Popcorn's about to go on the yeah. stage. How yeah. is this area not cleared? Yeah. Not that many people should have access to this. Craziness, place. bro. The man's walking through. You see a man's push women out the way to dap him up. I'm like, is this where we're at? The lack of shit. Is this where what we're at, hell? brother? This is crazy. No rough. That's not safe. No wonder Burna Boy and Jake didn't want to. Fam, Burn, like, Popcorn got stay. on stage and said, yo. I'll give your money back. People that need to fix up. Them people that come here with them hardworking, independent money. And they don't come with this fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> the man cussed them stink. Give them a refund. Rightfully so. Um, and um, 
Yeah, I said they should. He went on uh, Instagram, I, I guess, when he got to his hotel. And he was like, what if you give the people them, them refund? Because mm-hmm. everybody's screaming for their refund at that point. Majority of people had not heard any artists. Mm. The only time they fixed the sound was when Popcorn actually got on stage. And by then, you're already livid. You missed how many artists. Mm-mm. And it's like, and big for artists, something such too. a simple fix as wires popping out. You guys for six hours did not realize that wires were out? Six hours. That's insane. Where's the sound tech? Where's the sound staff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what's happening, bro? So then now, uh, people come home. Everybody's home now from Kingston Fest and, and Culture Land. And everyone's just trying to do investigative work. Yo, yo, who? Randy's. Nah. <laughs> You're just seeing bear that down the timeline. Everyone's trying to find the organizers. People start finding organizers, start posting their, their social medias. People they think are organizers, <laughs> people who are not, people who are. And it was just madness for like. Will the real organizers please stand, stand up? up. <laughs> madness those for 24 hours. All their, their voice messages full, phones off. You know, those <laughs> of guys course. It was, just, it was just crazy. And I would hide too, honestly, because like, yo, I don't even. I was trying to fathom the amount of like stress and anxiety I would be under if I knew this many people were mad at me and something I created, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would never create anything again. You'd never see me host anything again. You'd probably never see me again. (laughs) I honestly would move. Resurface in like two years. (laughs) Yeah, no. I'm dead ass moving. Move to uh, Vancouver. Try this all over again with the whites. I'm getting facial (laughs) reconstructive surgery. (laughs) It's going to be face off. (laughs) (laughs) Straight Nicolas Cage. So then now the next day. Wait, you forgot about Jerk Fest. Then we see Jerk Uh, Fest. Jerk Jerk Fest talking about there's no food. People for mad money for food. And then there's no food. And then there's (laughs) pizza. It's just, yo. They ran out of jerk at Jerk Fest. (laughs) My mom's like, oh, you guys should have went to Jerk Fest. I was like, why? So we we have no food? (laughs) So we can't forget when they announced that Janae was. Not going to be there. It was like 12 something. Yeah. <laughs> they sent out the statement. 12 something. Unfortunately, our headliner uh. for tonight will not be able to perform. As we all know, today has been wild. Sequence of events. However, it is our intention to give you the best experience we can offer despite the circumstances. While we cur- are currently underway with day two, the show will go on without our headliner, Janae Eichel. The show was done, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, isn't she supposed to be the last person? We are truly <laughs> sorry and wish we could have presented you with the Janaeical performance you deserved. Her show required a level of visuals that we could not have technically produced in a short period of time. The best decision was not to reduce the quality and of her performance. Grammar errors. And aim to give you the full experience at a later date. Thank you to everyone that has attended this weekend and we look forward to having you again. <laughs> it's the having you again. Again. You really think there's going to be another again? That man said in the Toronto article, the Toronto Star article, that he looks forward to a much smoother year too. He's very confident in a much smoother year too. He's going to have to rebrand, create something totally new, and just ho- scrap Culture Land altogether. Yeah, Code Red need to turn to Code Blue. If this is year <laughs> one, black, black, black. Black. If this is year one, no need for year two with this one. Let that one maybe go. spell Start culture with a C. Yeah, culture vill, <laughs> culture crescent. Yeah, maybe it's, it's yeah. 
Um, what else? How else can he rebrand and come back? I know how Kingston Kingston Fest is going to be Portmore Fest next year. Yeah, it's not going to be rodeo promo. <laughs> it's going to be a cowboy promo. It's going to be all rebranded, and you're you're all going to still go. Yep. This is the thing. <laughs> this is the problem. The, you're the, all going to go. The Kingston Fest was reminding me of um, what's that party? Sands. Sands, yeah. A few. It was like in the parking a few lot years, years ago, ago, like before yeah, COVID. I remember that parking lot an, one. The parking lot one, the oh, one where people yeah. were getting stamped. They had to reinvent They had to right? change locations that day too. That was a, that's yeah. the same party that had to change locations day of, and it ended up in a parking lot. And people were like, shooting. "I paid VIP to be in a parking lot," and like Woodbine. Yeah, there was a shooting. And there was a shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was a lot. Jeez, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, for all three of these things to happen on the same day, like every organizer for each one of them must have been like, "Whew! Thank God that other I one happened." Me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just me. Thank God that other one happened. It was something in the air. It was something in the air. It and then I seen so much shit for people. And then I seen people at apartment 200 and there was a fire inside apartment drippy 200. Drippy car. What? Drippy car once again. <laughs> drippy car, the same girl that was documenting the whole day. She goes to apartment 200. And it catches on fire. fire. <laughs> like it catches on fire. fire. They had to evacuate it for a bit and then bring people back in. But most people just said, I'm going home. Yeah, today you should. Has, this is enough. Today you has should. defeated me. I lose. <laughs> you win. Everybody go to bed. Woosa. <laughs> we'll try, try this again tomorrow. <laughs> we'll try to do life again. <laughs> Not even tomorrow. Give it a couple of days. Everybody just stay in bed. <laughs> Call yeah. out of work. Everything. Like just, we don't. Something's wow. going on. Something's in the water. We don't need to do anything. <laughs> but between this weekend and all the other stuff that happened like months before, like what else? Uh, there was something else. The Rodgers is what started this yeah. entire thing. When the Rodgers started the, <laughs> the weekend, weekend cancellation, canceling, everything uh, fell after fell down Justin after that. Justin Bieber canceled. Yep. Who else canceled? Drake. Sean Mendez Shawn recently. Sean Mendez. We Jesus. are cursed. For There's sure. There's been a Luke lot. Is on the block. I am. My mom is like supposed to wear Kendrick Lamar, and she was like, "If that even happened." Oh. Like, <laughs> wow. But I Come see on. that sentiment being said about a lot of different things, like Kendrick Lamar, Manifesto, and like I see there are people... certain things that have have such like seniority, like they they've been they've been around, they've done this. Like Manifesto is not a show you're gonna have to worry about with any of these things like well, they, they, they've been doing it for years and i personally know some of the team that's put this together and they've done a great job so far yeah, and i can't yeah. plus it's at budweiser which is fully staffed they're not yeah. they're not have to worry about security none of that other shit all they have to do is put on a great show and you got so many unbelievable toronto artists that are on the bill you got Division, who's replacing Thames. Yeah. It's going to be a great, great night. Because I, they I realized that they couldn't get a visa ahead of time. Yeah. Well, see, they told made, us. <laughs> see, they, made the, they corrected that mistake. And they told us when it and happened. And then replaced with somebody who is just as good and exactly. maybe even has a larger a audience. A little bit bigger. Yeah. They have a larger audience. They've been out for, for much longer. Yeah. So, like, they and, and, and they the have Toronto one of the mandate. most talked about songs right now regardless yeah. of if you like it or not yeah. it's the most discussed people are remaking it um much to my disguise disgust it's better though that it's <laughs> division just because you know manifesto is supposed to represent toronto, toronto. Artists, yeah so and it worked out do you think that with manifestos um supporting toronto artists does that mean to you guys that toronto artists should be getting paid big numbers just because well i don't think that they they don't need to get big numbers. Like, let's re be realistic. 
how much money is a nonprofit organization really getting? Exactly. They are getting grants and stuff. Mm-hmm. How so much they the should guys- use that money to go back into the pockets of Toronto people. Mm-hmm. But obviously, they have to pay headliners a the, decent the, amount. The, the majority, the majority <laughs> yeah. of the pot. But they should. Not I feel like they should always. They should also make sure that everybody is covered. I don't think that people should be paying like, or you performing know, for free. I don't think they should be performing for free, and I don't think they should be paying to perform, organization. Perform. I'm not saying that yeah. they're doing that, but I've seen that in the past. Until Pay I see play, somebody yeah, come happens. out and say yeah. something otherwise, I'm going to go with the fact that they're all getting paid. They're fine with they're whatever they're getting. perfectly fine. And like when you think about the look, like I know we talk about the whole exposure thing, but majority of these artists are not 10 years deep into the game at all. They're, mm-hmm. they're fairly young artists that are yeah. new in the game. This exposure mm-hmm. is incredible. The footage of this is going to look great for you that's when you're, you're submitting get, it to try and get into other festivals. The that's fact a that big you, part of it. Yeah. Just the fact, the big part of your pay is the fact that you're getting it also helps when your you're name within that market. On the artist. same bill as like Jasmine also, Sullivan. It Grammy also helps when they're submitting for grants here because mm. yeah. they have to write like bios and yeah. put together like key highlights of their careers it's a credit stuff, so you know I mean? they yeah. can say that the a grant has benefited me before it'll benefit me again and like mm-hmm. it, it's it's yeah it's just overall i can't see the negative in this which a lot of people are spouting negatives and i guess and understandably I ha- so after the festivals all the stuff that's happened this yeah. weekend i saw somebody I in the notes like confidence. right when everything was happening somebody in the notes was like selling manifesto tickets yep, yep. <laughs> i've seen a couple of people like that and like how much is Rolling Loud really paying all the Toronto guys? Not sure, but you know, regardless, are they going to be paying them a shitload? I highly doubt it. Regardless, yeah. though, the um, Rolling Loud kind of like Manifesto when they go to certain cities, their main goal, one of their main goals, is to give exposure to the local artists. Exactly, they don't even have to come here and put any of them on. Right. Let's be very right. real with the artists they have in that building; they don't need to put anybody on. But mm-hmm. they just—that's a part of their mission statement—is putting on local artists, whatever city they go to, and giving them a chance to hit the stage. Yeah, Rolling Loud is another one that's happened in multiple countries, multiple yeah. cities for multiple years, and yeah. put on by. Consummate professionals. For people to think that the same fuckery is going to happen at Rolling Loud or Manifesto or Kendrick Lamar is like just, it's mind blowing to me. Like, let's have some realistic thoughts here. Mm -hmm. I know the jokes are fun and everything, but it affects real people's lives when you talk about these Toronto artists on the Manifesto show Mm -hmm. who has to, who have to deal with these questions and the scrutiny when all they have to do, all they want to do is perform and have a good show. I mean, I feel like the biggest, it, like Kendrick and Rolling Loud, I don't think people have really any doubts about it. I think no, it's just I've like, seen it. I've seen I, it online. The I think it's thing. like the real the real thing is manifesto because it's a Toronto based everything. You people know are I mean? people are questioning all three of them. Really? All three of them. I've been seeing. I've seen At this people. point, I would have the, the the distrust I would have with any festival happening in, in the city. Like I would feel the exact same way. I would feel that way if I had not seen, like, like well, okay, I said, so Rolling Loud has done it in under, other countries. I just pulled up the Rolling Loud manifesto tr- I've been to multiple yeah, times yeah. and seen them do huge shows and yeah. gone off without Rolling Loud had tweeted 
during all of yeah. this stuff. They said, Toronto, don't worry, we, we got, got you. you. I was like, hold on, don't the speak too soon. Look now. at the like, quote don't tweets. Drink it. Exactly, but that's I'm the quote like, tweets. just don't drink it, you know. The quote tweets are anything. just bare people going, um, you shouldn't have said this. <laughs> like, just chill, just chill. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I see people saying, like, before you talk, make sure you have WizKids visa for Canada secured. Like, I hope this includes safety. Like... That's the only part that people should be worried about. Yeah. Who are the security guards? <laughs> it always comes back to those niggas. What's the rental? What's the rental? Um, what security companies are being rented mm. to, to Yo, be a if, part of this? If WizKid <laughs> or any of those headliners get COVID, oh man, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just if anybody, the- if anybody huge drops out for whatever reason, it doesn't matter what it is. People this are just gonna go right back to Rolling whatever Loud has just to go yeah. off without a hitch. Like yeah. these festivals, literally, there's so much riding on the line now. Like, well, they could well, just they give out a fifty percent promo code for their next event. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And they'll be <laughs> Yo, the man said, "Together, we are just beginning our celebration in music. We brought together thousands of fans to experience our culture. This was truly historic, <sighs> and something we can together proudly build on going forward. We recognize the issues briefly touched upon above, and assure we are ready." Already working to improve. We will be moving forward to compensate our loyal patrons by bringing the next festival indoors inside of an arena with a 50% off promo code. We will relive Kingston Fest and together <sighs> and together make have the ultimate experience. Another grammar. It seems to be a common thread here. <laughs> if they can't. If they can't spell, spell or <laughs> get the pronunciation or the punctuation right, they can't then organize don't trust their them. sentences. <laughs> you can't organize your sentences, let alone organize. We need, you guys, we need you guys to do an EQAO test before oh putting on any festivals. Yeah. I want to see your EQAO score. Can I still do EQAO. I doubt it. I think it's, I think it's unethical. <laughs> um, but yeah, Toronto, especially like let's let's just do At better least when it comes Culture to the land got refunds. The second they day, did? yeah. The second yeah, they got second day, they're getting refunds, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Everybody's getting refunds any way they can because I've seen people you post Ticketmaster yeah. and they're getting refunds. Plus, the fact that this was on every news cycle helps your case Proof. immensely. Like, yeah. it was on CP24. All you have to do is go to your credit CTV. card. It was on 680 News. It was yeah. on Global. It was on BlogTO. It was nonstop. Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys need to oh. fix up, man. Like, this is very embarrassing. Very yeah. embarrassing. Because as I start thinking of how these artists are going to view our city and what pro- what kind of quality of promoters we have here and how they're going to be dealt with when they come the next time. We already have the fucking weather against us. <laughs> we don't need this. We don't need the artist saying, like, nah. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm hearing, like, allegedly... <laughs> An Italian family is the real uh, funders and investors in Kingston Fest. I wouldn't be surprised. Rasta Did you know Rasta? that someone's like, yeah, they, I, I, I live beside them. Um, they, uh, they always invest in these type of events. They invest in in black events uh, pretty often. I heard that Chubby's isn't owned by. I don't doubt it. Chubby's is owned by an Italian woman that said that she went to Jamaica and came back and couldn't find good jerk here, so wow. she started Chubby's. Wow. Allegedly. <laughs> so our chess high. <laughs> oh my Jeez. goodness. Um, 
Yeah, what else? Did anything mess. else happen that we missed? Um, I was going to say that it, it definitely was something in the water because I seen that Music Soul Child performed at the Aretha Franklin Stadium in Detroit, and he had sound issues, and they had to go and give out, like, refunds, too. They were like, oh, we'll Damn. give you... Well, well, no, they didn't say they are going to give refund, or I think they said you can get 50% refund, or you can get... Um, 50% off a next ticket to go see SWV or like one other concert if you want. But there was technical issues everywhere. Everywhere, man. You just gotta get somebody like up, You know what I mean? You just gotta uh, say it sometimes. Listen, don't worry, don't worry. I can't even listen. You think I wanna be here? I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> listen to everybody else. Everybody, you can do all of that. You can do all of that. It's okay. <laughs> You can do all of that. Oh, my God. We all want to be here. We're all out. Just like this, if you're smart, you follow everybody out. <laughs> Have a good night. People was pissed. <laughs> I said, if you're smart. That you'll be looking for. Will be, listen, I don't care what you're telling. Listen, me. <laughs> Listen listen, 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 listen. I don't listen, care what listen, you're listen, telling listen, me. Listen, 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 listen. I'm human like you're human, okay? Uh, that girl was yelling at him. I seen another angle where she's just yelling at him. And I'm just like, man. I would be so pissed if I was Ebo. Like, I really do get it. Um, and breaking news, Angela Yee just tweeted, uh, the Breakfast Club, as you know it, is officially over. Over? No way. She just tweeted that. Wow. As we go on, we remember. So you're telling me, I want Jesus and Mero. Now, Breakfast Club. New York is crumbling. <laughs> New York media is crumbling. Mm. Hey, yo. I mean, That's... you know what? Why? So Breakfast Club was contingent on what Charlemagne wanted to do with his career. Always. If Charlemagne. No, <laughs> Always. Like, no, literally. <laughs> like it Always. Was, like, literally, his. it was up to whenever their contract was done. Yep. He got to decide whether or not he wanted to still do breakfast club mm -hmm. or move on to different ventures like he really wants to do everything tv you yeah. know and explore he just other started a second season of his show yeah so he it was from the last contract he was the one that decided that he wanted to come back so yeah. they're like okay we'll keep it again yeah and he only signed like a few years or whatever it wasn't a long contract. Rightfully so. so. Rightfully yeah. so. He's doing so much outside of that space now. And he's 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 grown from that. I think just shedding that from his uh his current everyday dealings mm -hmm. is gonna do wonders for his career in, in terms of evolution and going to the next stop. Cause he's got he's got Black Effects Network, mm -hmm. which is a all black podcast network. With tons of just heavy hitting podcasts, big names on there, like just hilarious DC Young Fly, eighty five South Show, all those guys. Um, you got uh, his books, obviously that yeah. sell immensely well. You have his new show, mm -hmm. um, which they've changed up the format to a panel now. It's not like oh, it's like a late night format. Night it's like format. a panel of people, which I think is going to be way better for him in terms of having these discussions because. That one-on-one -on -one 
thing when you're talking about politics and all this stuff. It's harder. It's way more difficult to keep an entertaining conversation and an engaging one when it's just you and one other person. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you need multiple opinions to you need just a spectrum. go back and forth. Yeah, yeah a spectrum of, of political needs, ideas. Yeah, he needs different personalities and different beliefs. Yeah, yeah. And I think he had Andrew Schultz on the first episode, um, who's also, they still do bril- brilliant idiots every mm-hmm. week. Um, po- that podcast is obviously doing really well. So he's got a lot on his plate, and he's evolved so much from the Charlemagne we knew in early Breakfast Club days. Yeah, that was sniffing J Lo's chair and <laughs> telling women and staring at women's titties and just saying the he he Most just was such a shock shit. value guy. Like yeah. he comes from that old school. Like well, that was his job. That was his he position. Was, yeah. He was hired to do that. You know what I mean? Even when he was on Wendy, that was like that's where it started. Where he mm-hmm. said these shocking things that would get him in beefs and. All these other things that garnered more attention to whatever Absolutely. he was doing, and that Ray but J he's episode, grown, he's he really has grown mentally, great sure. mentally, yeah. spiritually, like all of that shit. So. If you see Brilliant Idiots, it's like it's it's a completely different person. Like all the things that Andrew still wants to joke about because he's a comedian, yeah. <laughs> Charlemagne will just stay silent, yeah, or just say, "Nah, we can't do that, bro." can't do that mm-hmm. oh no i don't call women bitches or i don't say i don't say the n-word like all, all these different things that but old charlemagne yeah ruthless top of the list yeah. <laughs> top of the list right now he's such a spirit he's got like a spiritual advisor he's got um uh, good for him though really good you for know him. like some people are gonna hate it the people that want him to stay the same charlemagne yeah. that they might have charlemagne but like leonard is growing yeah and definitely. he's probably such a bad, better person like human being father mm-hmm. husband so good for him for taking his, like his these real steps. name is leonard yeah leonard. leonard or leonard yeah as monique says leonard, yeah. <laughs> leonard. but the thing is, is like one thing to note is like how much his life has improved as he's improved himself yeah you know what i mean and it could be a lesson to a lot of people he's he was almost homeless when he was working with Wendy and like, yeah, he, he, he was, he was living, sorry, I've read all his books. <laughs> <laughs> he was living out of Wendy's, um, like spare room or whatever. Yeah. And then something happened with him and Kevin and he ended up having Kevin to like her, her, her ex husband, but he was her manager at the time. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he had to move out, but he was with his girl. His girl was, like, working so much. And he talks about how he had to, I guess, uh, like, the welfare type lines or whatever when he got let go. Yeah. And he had no money. Mm-hmm. He had he was, like, that was the most prideful thing that he ever had to do because he didn't have money. His girl was, like, working multiple shifts. I think she was work somewhere within, like, health, hospital care or something yeah. like that. And... I think she was pregnant too. Oh, wow. And so he was like, it was Pressure. the most prideful thing. Like, I come from being on the number one show in the tri-state area. Yep. Everybody knows my voice. They know, like, yep. my face. And I'm here having to be in a welfare line so I can get some checks. Humbling. Off, you know? Humbling, man. Yeah. That's like when Will Smith lost all his money mm-hmm. right before he got Fresh Prince. Just such a humbling experience being on yeah. that bus and somebody's like, aren't you Will Smith? Yeah. And he's like, fuck, man. Like, yeah, I, I have a Grammy. This is crazy. <laughs> like, and it's yeah. it's wild that you're like, people don't understand how how often that happens. Like, it happens so often, but you don't hear about it because those people aren't relevant anymore. So you don't, yeah. you don't even hear their fall off. Like, if you go to watch BT's digital 
um, channel on on YouTube. BT Plus, I think, or something. Yeah, and you watch the story ofs. Mm-hmm. Like they got Jay Quan, Chingy, Tweet, <laughs> all the people you forgot about. And their stories are just, it's so humbling. Like you get really, you can't take things for granted, man. And you really got to be grateful for everything that's happening for you when it's yeah, happening. Yeah, because you never you. know when it could get stripped away from like you. Like that. Mm-hmm. Look at homeboy who was on uh, the Cosby show. Yeah. And then the, the next time we see him, he's doing groceries at Kroger's. Yeah, he's baking groceries and shit. You know what I mean? And then the, from that, someone trying to embarrass him, his whole life changes again. Flipped yeah. again. And yeah, he's yeah. back on TV. He's doing multiple TV shows. Yeah. And just doing incredible. So it's like you never know. Like, mm-hmm. I think even when you think about when I was younger, thinking about athletes, my whole view on athletes' careers have changed now. Because when I was younger, it's like the view is like, oh, when they retire, there's only a, f- seems like they're about to die yeah, like what, 10, what, 20 what years later. Really what, what else is left? But they're like, realistically, 35, a lot of these niggas. Yeah. 36, 38 and, and retiring. retiring. <laughs> and it's yeah. like. And if they're not smart with their money, then shit. I mean, there's a really good documentary. Um, I think it's called Ballers. I can't remember what it's called. It might be called Ballers, where mm-hmm. it highlights people like Antoine Walker, who had a gambling addiction, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. so many different athletes. They used to play at Onyx all yeah. the time. And so many different athletes that share their stories on how they, they lost all their money mm-hmm. just being stupid and doing dumb things and being reckless and not investing, buying properties, all mm-hmm. these other things. So, like, yeah, man, shit ain't sweet just because you make it. Yeah, <laughs> shit can get real dark, and yeah. it'll it, arguably darker, right? Because you made it to that point, mm-hmm. yeah. And the fall from that point, because you know what and it some tastes like. Can't now. The keep fall their the egos in check when they go from that, and so then that's when people get into the hard drugs and they get the addictions and they become suicidal yeah. or have the overdoses because they're just like not happy with they're drowning where they are yeah. at that moment. The story of Len Bias. Is it Len Bias? Len yeah, Bias. Len, Len Bias, the guy who's supposed to be better than LeBron. Mm. And how he ruined his career. Go watch that documentary. Tell, if sad you don't one. cry, you don't have a soul. Such a sad it's one. such a What's, sad documentary. It it's uh, I don't know where you would find it, it right now. It might even but be a YouTube one. Yeah, you might be able to find it on YouTube. It's mm. just the saddest thing. Like I will never, ever forget. <sighs> it sticks in my mind as like a driving force for me never yeah. to stop. This guy's sitting in a party at the end of the movie. Okay, he's much older, slightly overweight, looks a lot different, and he's a he's a drunk. Like he he drinks a lot. When he drinks, he just goes for it. Yeah. And he's sitting there in the party, music's blaring, and like there's barely anybody there. And he's drunk, he's got the ball in his hand, and he's just singing the song over and over again while the girl this is a girl sitting on his lap, his girlfriend, and he's just singing the song and he's so drunk. And tears are just Coming flowing out of his eyes. And he's just singing the song over and over again. Like, it was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my What's life. What's his name again? Len, Len Bias. Len Bias. It was the saddest shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, that is, that is broken. Like, that's a broken soul. That's insane. You're talked about with one of the greatest players that ever lived. And you got to watch that nigga every night on TV. And they show him watching LeBron on TV and shit. Because like, he, lo- he lost that game and never felt... Never, are you never sure? Is there another Len di- bias? Because it says that he died. See, I knew I, I had him mixed up yeah, no. with the guy who died from coke on the Len, night of Len draft. Bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a, I'm going to find the name for you. Okay. I'm a fi- look it up, actually. That's your job. You got a laptop. 
Friggin the day innocence died, it says it on ESPN. Nah, that, nah that's, yeah, that's a lend by A 22-year-old black male died as a result of cocaine intoxication. Draft night, he got drafted number one and Le- overdosed on cocaine. LeBron's yeah. high school nemesis. Yeah, look up LeBron's high school nemesis and, and see. Um, there's a documentary on him. I can't remember what it's called. But Lon- yeah, Lonnie. Lonnie? Lonnie? <laughs> no, no. Who is LeBron James? You guys remember High Leia? School. Who? You guys remember Leia that I brought on the show that we interviewed, mm-hmm. singer? Okay. I'll be a Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know the movie Up? I mean, mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, yeah. With Daniel and yeah. Kiki Palmer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lenny Cook. Lenny, Lenny Cook. Cook. That's his name. It was close to Lonnie. This is them. What was that song you put me on to last song? Oh, Leia. Yeah. So you're saying Marlon should be an We just pick the winners. That's all I'm saying. We pick the winners. You hear the new one, Soccer to Me? The Soccer to Me one? Of course. Oh. Just Yeah. This is a work of art. I saw her perform at um, a WNBA halftime show. I was like, nice. let's go. Let's go. Shout out to Leia, man. Pray for big things for her. Another one I chose early on, Lady London. Killing shit right now. She dropped a music <laughs> video, dropped a single. She had a freestyle on Flex, bodied that shit. Everybody's just doing well. Zen Soul just performed with Sean Paul last week. Y'all skim me the lights. <laughs> That's so two episodes s- crashing into one right there. <laughs> so somebody hire Marlon as A&R. If y'all want, listen, I can make you the money. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know how to spot talent. All right? That's all I'm saying. Speaking of talent, there's a, uh, a picture here of the most influential NBA players ever. It's a Mount Rushmore. Mount Rush. Okay. Influential. Most influential ever? NBA players ever. Who would you have on your And they job? have, yeah, let's, uh, that's what I want to present, basically. I want us to do a segment every week where we say, what's our Mount Rushmore for of different whatever. shit? Okay. So what's okay. your Mount Rushmore for most influential, influential. players? I'll give you th- what they put down. They got oh, LeBron. Don't tell, us, don't tell us yet. No, 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 no. Come on. Give us some reference points. Now LeBron, <laughs> Michael Jordan, Steph Curry, and Kobe Bryant as this person's most influential. For me, I'm taking Kobe out, putting in Iverson, and this list is fine with me. Really? Yes. I'd have Kobe still. I'd do Kobe, LeBron, MJ. Iverson is on there, though. Fuck. You can't cool. take out Steph Curry. Why? He's the most influential person in modern-day sports. Yeah. He's, he changed the NBA. He changed everything. <laughs> He's got people in multiple sports doing this now. <laughs> like, every sure. sport. Tennis, <laughs> racing. Yeah, everything is sport. That he's he's too influential. The reason I take Kobe out and I put Iverson in because obviously it's got to be Iverson. It was definitely influential the reason in I terms put, of his fashion and stuff like that too. The reason I put him in instead of Kobe is Kobe is Michael Jordan two mm. to me. It's not. I don't see people trying to be like Kobe when they try to be like Kobe. I just see people trying to be like Michael, which is what Kobe was. Mm-hmm. He was like the. You see the videos of it all the time where they put them their plays side by side. And it's a splitting image. <laughs> but, but Mamba mentality is something on its own, though, too. I yeah. feel like as much as Jordan had his own thing, like he's the best Mamba mentality is like 
Even Jordan gives. I feel like for no, me, Jordan is Jordan's competitive spirit is way bigger of a thing than Mama mentality. Mama me, mentality just has a name. Mama mentality worked harder. No, it than, did not. Than Jordan, are you 100%. insane? How it worked harder than Jordan? How? How he worked way more hours in the gym than Jordan. Are you did. insane? I'm not insane. You're just talking shit out of your ass. Right no, 100. No, you're talking shit out you're of your ass. You're saying he. Right you're saying Kobe didn't train more hours. You're telling than me the that gym? Kobe Bryant's more competitive than Michael Jordan. Is that what you're I'm talking me? about mama mentality is training. And and the training that went into Michael Jordan is the reason why they talk about his competitive spirit. Are you telling me that Michael Jordan is not as competitive as Michael Kobe Jordan Bryant? Jordan didn't make his uh, high school team. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that became his motivation to become the greatest of all time. That, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that was a catalyst, yeah. Mama mentality was something that he coined, for, first of all, what, 12 years into his career? Mm. It was something he did to reignite himself. It's not even something that he always had. So that's something that he gave himself Black Mamba name in like 2000, I don't even know, 12, 11. And then the Mamba mentality came from that. And it became like a more of a selling thing than anything, to be honest. So Until he died where it became like symbolic. Like this is what Kobe's known for, Mamba mentality. And I feel Mamba mentality to NBA players today is more influential than what... Allen Iverson is Absolutely to the culture not. of the NBA. Absolutely to, not. So, no, so you tell you, me, people. Allen Iverson changed the dress code. He changed crossover and, and rules. He changed the little band game. I'm you talking were, culture. You're talking about the most influential NBA player ever. If you're talking about influence on the game of basketball, Allen Iverson brought hip hop to basketball. That's first of all. You're talking about a rapper that was actually considered a rapper. A basketball player is considered a rapper as well. You're talking about someone that. Brought tattoos to the league. Mm -hmm. You talk about someone that they changed the code of the dress, dress code. code for the I league. I know all these things. So how can you even say that? Well, because, Aren't you well, wearing you, an you, Iverson jersey you right now? <laughs> well, you you, you asked me what mine was. And I'm telling you, I, I am Kobe because of Kobe mentality. <laughs> Kobe because, mentality trumps and, all of that that I just Mama named mentality you. and because he died. That the fact that he died, oh my he's commemorated and loved more than Iverson. That's not about love; it's about no, influence, Iverson nigga. Very, but so listen, nobody's talking about love. I think I'm that talking about the, the the impact he made after he died too. When you ask that something. question, for me, I go straight to like branding and consumerism, not with a style of play. And I just think that Steph Curry doesn't have it in terms of like consumerism and I will argue that against that in the Philippines New Balance <laughs> is a thing now and that I mean not New Balance sorry no. Under, uh, Under, Under Armour they was it 400% in the first year of him signing and became a legitimate I just athletic gear and signed other uh, athletes based off of that like there are actual mm -hmm. Under Armour signed athletes that never existed yeah. before him. Mm -hmm. His his influence on consumerism is humongous, especially when you go to China. Oh my mm -hmm. God, he's huge. Well, Asia, that, but but this huge, is yeah. but this is the thing. Like, so is Kobe. He's huge in China. Humongous. So is LeBron in China. Yeah. Like so, but I'm is, saying he's on par. Iverson with that. might not be. Iverson's that not big. that big in the. Steph Mulberry was huge in China. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, for me, like I'm saying that I just go in terms of like that. And when you and especially I go to sneakers when you think about it, like Kobe sell out, LeBron sell out, like um, 
Iversons obviously did its thing mm -hmm. back then. And then, of course, Jordans are. Steph is more of the for so. the Hoopers. LeBron is also more for the Hoopers. Like, I, I think LeBron got a little bit of Some, time where it was like kind of cool to wear LeBrons. For yeah, like, no, no, no. When he first launched them, yeah. LeBrons were very, very popular. Yeah. Now they're just like they're a basketball yeah, shoe. Yeah. But Steph never had that outside appeal ever. No. For, for kicks specifically. Yeah, you're never going to really rock a fucking Under Armour sneaker. But when you're talking about stopping uh, fast breaks to take a three, <laughs> shooting yeah. from the logo, all these different yeah, things, but he's that changed has to, the game. But that, has to, that comes down to style of play. But it's still influence know. on the game regardless. I just say, I, like for me, when I hear influential, I think of what player was influential worldwide. Like, yeah, not stop. No, that's so like basketball is so specific. People who don't watch basketball know who they know who Steph Curry is, but they know who like Iverson is because of everything else that he brought. They'll rock the shoes. They'll rock the jersey. They'll rock X, Y and Z okay. because of it. So, so I'm just thinking like of outside of like basketball to play mm -hmm. and like the things that they do on the court. Yeah. Like I could say, yeah, I think that their stocks are really high. I, th I think I can understand that in terms of like weaving your way into the culture in a like a like for example Kobe when you shoot it into a trash can you say Kobe say you yeah. know what I mean like little things like that I can understand that for but sure like and even with mama mentality it goes to anything in yeah. the world like whatever you're doing remember the mama commercial mentality. with Kanye and Kanye was talking about mama mentality like with Kobe you don't remember the commercial? Yeah. I don't remember him talking about mom mentality. No, yeah, that was the whole thing. What are you talking about, Kobe? That doesn't mean anything. He's and he was like, yeah. it was mama mentality. Like, oh, I didn't yeah. know that's what he said, had said. I it, thought it was, um, yeah, ahead. I thought it was the I hate you. Um, I'm mixing it up with the I hate you chorus one where he's like getting people to oh, sing yeah, in the stands. Yeah, yeah. I hate Kobe or whatever. Um, yeah, but uh, he's just like, do more. What do you tell? He's like, yeah, what that's what he mean? said. I was like, Kobe, did he say mama more. mentality? I don't remember. But I think the, the encompassing thing it. was about men, mama mentality. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And then, like, obviously, LeBron with anything. I mean, beats, beats by Dre kind of go hand in hand with LeBron. Like back in the day, we seen him wear them all the time. Beats by Dre. I don't associate LeBron with Beats by Dre. I feel like back in the day he was seen wearing them. I don't doubt. I, no, I don't doubt it. I've, I'm pretty sure he's probably got a sponsorship with them at some no, point. No, so with, I don't associate with LeBron. He didn't take money. He asked for stock. Yeah, and so he's been doing it for. He does that a lot. Decades. <laughs> he did that with uh, Liverpool. He's about. He's setting himself up to become the the owner of the las vegas team <laughs> or the seattle team that gets expanded to the nba um i watched a video on the long play that he did to get into it mm -hmm. he's a part of turner sports mm -hmm. um uh management mm -hmm. which runs uh the, the red Sox, the the uh fucking boston what's their bruins uh liverpool over in europe and so he owns part of liverpool as well and um, wow. it's all a big play. It, 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 when it was time to re-up on his contract, instead of uh, asking for more money, he asked for uh, a stake in it, like a 2% stake in the company uh, or in the partnership group. And so now in the long play, years from now, he'll be able to acquire the NBA team and own it, mm. which will be insane. <laughs> and and hopefully go way better than Michael Jordan. <laughs> and what was that? 
What was what? That you were watching? Oh, it was just a YouTube video. Just oh. a YouTube video. I'll send it to you if I can find it. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, he's he's making long plays for some very, very big moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're seeing a lot of, I'm seeing a lot more entertainers, especially black entertainers, sinking their teeth into very large ventures, like mm-hmm. especially ones that will play out over a long time. I can't remember how many, I think it was Shaq said he owes, he's owns over a hundred businesses or has yeah. stake in over a hundred mm-hmm. businesses. I feel like Shaq and I feel like Magic. Jones. Magic. Oh yeah. Those two are the Starbucks. ones. Starbucks. They're the ones that paved the way for athletes mm. to like really invest in multiple businesses. Mm, that's a very good point. And the, even take it further than that, Magic and Larry Bird mm-hmm. together kind of brought consumerism to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Because you remember those early Converse commercials oh, where yeah. they would go head to if head. If you watched that uh, show on, was it HBO or something like that? Winning Time. Yeah, Winning, Winning Time, Time yeah. which I really loved. Great But show. you see them competing for Converse and yeah. the Nike Blazers. The guy came up and was like, we can get the Nike Blazers and it will have your name. And now he says that he regrets it because he <laughs> could have made... Ten a times more, billion something dollars <laughs> yeah, yeah. off of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan choosing Nike was an uh, interesting little story as well mm-hmm. with uh, Tinker and um, what's his what's his coach name? I can't remember what his coach coach's name was. Uh, Tinker's Collins? coach that that um, invented the cleats. Remember they invented the running cleats and stuff like that. Can't remember what no. his name was, but yeah, those those people. When you make those, those you're not talking plays, about Phil Knight, like no, the owner, no, 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 okay, no, 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 no. creator of Nike. So you're so you're going with Kobe, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, and no. what? I'm going oh, with wait, Kobe, Iverson, Iverson, LeBron, and um, MJ. MJ, okay. And you're going with I, Kobe, S- S- Steph. Yeah, I'm keeping that exactly. That, that exact is. same. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That's this week's Rushmore's. We'll post them. <laughs> we'll post them and on, you're the, replacing on the socials. Kobe with Iverson. I'm replacing Kobe with Iverson. Yeah, I love Kobe to death. My favorite player, but I I just can't have him in that influential um, discussion for me personally. And, and I guess because Kobe's career spanned a bit longer, mm. like I feel people know him more as a result. For me, it's so, more, like, he's so more of a household name to a kid that doesn't know like Iverson's impact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it, we forget about Iverson's Jersey too. Probably like mm. most, one of the most popular like jerseys jersey. ever. Yeah. yeah the that's what I was one. trying to say. Like people rock that shit and they never even fucking, I remember and having his, a Philly. Remember his uh, wristbands too. Yeah, like putting With the, the sleeve eye, and yeah. something like that. The sleeve and was huge. I forgot about the sleeve. Yeah, like people used to dress like him like, on road. You know what I mean? People wearing sleeves on road. Never played basketball <laughs> in their lives. Had sleeves. Any man and the showed up to the court in the sleeves and stuff, headbands like, and shit. I'm like, he's the worst player here. Yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Iverson invented cornrows. <laughs> yeah, trust the me. Fish bones, man. Once you saw the fish bones on him, you were like, oh, okay. Iverson's, yeah. yeah. And this is the other thing about Kobe, too, is the loner thing. Like, he's not a guy that was very sociable early on in his career. Early in his career, for sure. And he, I think that was a detriment to things that could have happened for him outside of basketball. Well, I mean, um, even when Randy he did his rap and, career yeah, and Tyra Banks and Brian McKnight. Yeah, like, it's like if he had a bigger personality, those things would have made more sense. But I think it came out of left field for people when they seen him rapping and and doing all these things, which, to be honest, if you go back and listen, he's not the worst rapper. Yeah. He's not amazing at by any stretch of the imagination, but he's not. 
He's not worse than Shaq. <laughs> he was just a, he was just a guy in in Los Angeles, you know, with all these resources and people saying, "Hey, you could do this, you could do that." He's like, "Okay, why not?" It's even like it, right? remember Kim? I don't know if you guys remember Kim Kardashian made a song. Yeah, Kim and King it was like yeah. ridiculous. Everybody <laughs> makes a song at some point, man. Yeah. It's like especially when you're around these artists all the time, you're like, "Oh, you're so cool." The like, best rapper <laughs> that was ever an NBA player or NBA player that was decided to rap, Dame Dollar. Yep, Damian Lillard. For Lillard. sure. And then I would also go and say that Iman is pretty decent. Iman. Iman's, Iman's good. Sharper. I like I like Miles Bridges better. Bridges, Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges <laughs> is nice. Um, uh, Marcus Bagley, he's nice. Ron Artest. Really? Remember Ron Artest came out with an album? Oh, yeah. No. Warrior with one arm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What was that guy's name? He used to play for Orlando. He could sing. Oh, uh, Oladipo. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's a really good singer. Yeah. He's a really good singer. Sing the anthems and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's good. He good. He's a really good singer. Yeah, no, he's got a great voice. He's probably got the best voice I've heard from in the NBA. Yeah. In terms of vocals. But there's probably been bare people that can sing that just were like, no, I'm not singing all these niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be Wait, singing in church. Who else, who else had um, NBA, like, uh, Shaq. rapper careers? Shaq. Shaq had a rapping yeah. career. Allen um, Iverson rapped. Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I guess. Steven Jackson. I guess the best rapper, or well, the most successful one would be Master P, even though he did. True. <laughs> Facts. Technically. Facts. <laughs> Toronto Raptor, former Raptor. <laughs> you know? um, in other news this week. Uh, the Rock said he wants to clap Megan's cheeks to oblivion. Oh, no, he didn't say that. He said uh, <laughs> they asked The Rock at a press junket with him and Kevin Hart for their newest thing um, if he could be the pet of a certain celebrity, who would it be? He, without hesitation, said Megan Sally. Really? <laughs> and they're like, "Why?" He's like, "We don't, we don't need to do that." And Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Hart's just there dying beside him, right? Uh, party. She, apparently, she, she like treats. Oh, really? She treats her dog really <laughs> special. What's his name? Four or something like that. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Um, yeah. yeah, party apparently um, had some things to say about it. He said, "All our dogs is named after numbers." I don't know what that means. Is there her dog named after an, Four. Like a number? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I guess The Rock has a number dog as well. Um, he said, just teach your wife to use seasoning. You'll be all right. Moana is the shit, though. And I guess people pulled up pics of The Rock's wife, who is white. Um, and oh so I gosh. guess it was a dig at his wife being white. Yeah. Because he said that he would be Meg the Stallion's pet dog. I just failed to see why that was... And the, just the response, but a lot of people were quick to point out, you know, this is the end. Well, a lot of women were quick to point out that this is the energy of a man that is not used to having a bad bitch. <laughs> what he's, say you? He's <laughs> <laughs> what say you to this? Uh, can you agree with this? Is, is this uh, the rock is the man though? So like he's he a, could be a the rock. rock the rock is the last person I'm responding to. <laughs> I'm gonna just put that you know out what there. I'm saying? Like it's the last person I'm gonna respond to. He and truly feels threatened though. Some people were like, "How the rock is pandering to black people," and y'all just fell for it. And I'm just like, "What? The rock? First of all, does not need to pander to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> the man sells more than anybody ever. Or anything. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, we're not even his base." We're not his core demographic. Yeah. He, his core demographic is middle-aged white men. Yeah. That has nothing to do with me. <laughs> like, why would yeah. he be pandering to us? It, it, it doesn't make any sense. So there's that. People saying that Party's not used to having a bad bitch, and he's... 
I don't know. Party's really fine. You know what I mean? What does that mean? Does that no, mean? like so. <laughs> so you're saying that he's never had a fine woman before? You could be, you could be a good-looking person and never had anybody that's bad. You could. That's very uh, much true. <laughs> you could definitely Google, have that. Who's who has and if party? He was with them, and if he was with them, he's not with them anymore. So did it work? Even if you're used to having a bad bitch, doesn't mean you uh, act accordingly. <laughs> he might have slipped. He might have fell. Who knows? Who has partisan? <laughs> yeah, check his. You can check his uh, his One roster. Yeah, <laughs> see if it comes up. Oh my god, um, we do something each and every week on our on our podcast. We don't miss a week. Really. Mm-hmm. Like it's we weeks. never miss a week. It is our good, good youth, youth of the week. week. Ah, you're such a good youth. What a good blood clot you. You do the thing with the thing and you know you even such a good youth when you do it. So oh good. My. So good. Wow. This week's good youth is none other than the greatest athlete of all time. Big baby Davis. <laughs> Very close. What? <laughs> Not at all close. Serena Williams. Hey! Oh, okay. Serena Williams has I thought you were gonna be sarcastic. <laughs> has announced her retirement. Yes. From the game. After playing in Toronto, after playing in Toronto, in this by the way, this weekend, mm. that was probably the one thing that she went wanted well. to go to Culture Land and said, "You know, fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> I'm done with everything." <laughs> and she Not retired. Um, what an incredible career, man! Mm. What an incredible career! What an incredible woman! Incredible mom! She's just all of the things. The good youth really just wants to focus on her own good youths. You I know, mean, she wants to be raise a better mother. Be, be Can't raise good youths if you're not a good youth being at home with the good mm-hmm. youths. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Olympi- uh, her Olympia, right? That's her name. I have Olympia, no idea. her daughter's name. I have no idea, but I saw yeah, her swinging a racket and I was very pleased. Yeah, <laughs> she's been training since she was oh, like two. Love it. Um, I love when the athlete's children start to get into the same thing. Tiger uh, Woods' she, son is a sickle. But LeBron's she said that there. she wants a sibling. She wants to be a big sister. Mm, her so, daughters? Yeah. That Reddit nigga about she to get... She said she wants to be a big sister. Reddit boy about to get to work. <laughs> Nora Mann invent, uh, is the founder of Reddit. Who? Serena, Serena Williams, her husband. Yeah. He's the guy that founded Reddit. Oh. Alexis. What? Yeah. His name's Alexis. No small change. She's married, she's no married to a billionaire. Yeah, I remember no she small got married change. to a millionaire. Yeah, man. White, Good for her. A white guy. Yeah. For, look at all these black women marrying billionaires and running off into the distance. Right? Eve, Serena Williams. Who's next? The, well, uh, I guess Rihanna did for a bit. I think Sweetie's going to find back. herself a billionaire. Who? I think Sweetie's going to find herself a billionaire Sweetie? and say, fuck all you. <laughs> He's gonna For be sure. he's gonna be like Arab. He's gonna be like a Saudi prince or something. <laughs> I don't know. He's gonna be a Nigerian uh, gas oh. billionaire. Oh. Mm. All right. He's gonna be a Filipino. Okay. All right. Uh, Thank fish you guys. tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> Runs mad tuna canning fish company. Runs Kabayan uh, restaurants. Yeah, yeah. He no he he's and, uh, he has a chain of Jollibees. He's the biggest mango dealer of, of, <laughs> of Eastern Asia. She's gonna yeah. She's gonna marry the owner of Jollibees. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Thank you guys um, tuning in with us for a very tumultuous episode. Tumultuous. Very, very tumultuous episode. Sorry to anybody that was affected and 
had to deal with the mess over the weekend. Um, yeah, I sympathize with you. Yes. If you feel unless you were there until 11 p.m., I don't sympathize with you. Yeah, anymore. That's, you should have got the point. You should have gotten the point at eight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on now? If you want uh, to experience a really, really good show, yes, an amazing show, a show that won't leave you disappointed. Two shows at that. Two shows. Two shows. Yes. You could look forward to next week's return of, of the extra, extra gravy comedy, comedy baby oh yeah live at uh, the, the comedy, comedy bar. bar i'm so right. happy that you guys are on the same page because i was about to say i am not co-signing <laughs> comedy <laughs> bar i didn't know what you guys were gonna endorse and i was like nope we're back at comedy <laughs> bar next wednesday um tickets will go on sale as as you hear it yes, um yes. tickets are, are will be on sale on comedy bars website comedybar.ca mm-hmm. um if you go to their show schedule you'll see uh ours on the 17th there show starts at 9 30 we got an amazing lineup of lineup of comedians obviously yeah. mm-hmm. um it was a very big deal for us to move to comedy bar it's one of the main comedy um venues venues in the entire city uh it's gonna get us a lot of good eyes on the show as well as like we get to get a, a good mix of casual people that Love to come to comedy shows as well as our our gravy gang members that love to come out and, and watch as well. So that's going to be amazing, and of course, on the twenty seventh, celebrating at the Soho House, we will be celebrating five 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 years five, five, five. of extra gravy. Um, we got a great live show that we are going to put on for you guys um, at Soho House. It's going to be four to six, four to six p.m. Um, you got Chef Norm. Uh-huh. Cooking up, got a little extra gravy menu um, that we're gonna be. Some, some. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be coordinating the kitchen of Soho House that day. Nice and making sure you guys um, Can you make sure I get are fed. Food? And nice. the best part about it all, <laughs> I think the best part about it all is it's absolutely free to you guys. Freedom. We're not charging you guys a dime. This is a celebration. Um, we're gonna put up the RSVP list and link for you guys. Yes. So you guys get RSVP and so if you missed out on if you fu- if if you went to these festivals yeah. <laughs> and you feel the need to redeem or like to 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 make up for for that loss if you of need a to weekend, end the summer on, the on note, a high note, note yes. you know come through to the extra yes. gravy five year anniversary show and maybe Soho House Nola might be there ooh, ooh. it's an extra gravy exclusive 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 she might make an appearance she yes. needs an appearance Soho House so that means you gotta put together some baby merch too ooh. yeah you know, we gonna have merch on deck yeah <laughs> uh, we, we definitely are gonna um, have an incredible show it is gonna be first come first serve yes yeah. Soho House is not that big guys yeah. Um, so do not waste time in RSVPing if you will if you are planning to come. It's four to six. Still got tons of the day left you, if you want to. And if you can't make it, can they give up their spot so that you know? Well, don't, don't else? take the spot. If you, yeah. <laughs> if you can't make it, if you take up a spot and you know you can't make it, please reach out to us or reach out to gravy gang members and um, try to like exchange. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, so that somebody else like, can. Don't be like Culture Latin. Just let us know you're canceling. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, thank you guys for tuning in, listening. Another week, another classic mega. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm Alicia. And that was the extra gravy. Skrr, skrr. Bam, 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 bam. Go soak your mother. That's the theme of the night. 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 